The Third Book of Kings, Chapter 14. Ahias prophesieth the destruction of the family of Jeroboam. He dieth and is succeeded by his son Nadab. The king of Egypt taketh and pillageth Jerusalem. Roboam dieth and his son Abiam succeedeth. At that time Abiah the son of Jeroboam fell sick. And Jeroboam said to his wife, Arise and change thy dress, that thou be not known to be the wife of Jeroboam, and go to Silo, where Ahias the prophet is, who told me that I should reign over this people. Take also with thee ten loaves and cracknels and a pot of honey, and go to him, for he will tell thee what shall become of this child. Jeroboam's wife did as he told her, and rising up went to Silo, and came to the house of Ahias, but he could not see, for his eyes were dim by reason of his age. And the Lord said to Ahias, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam cometh in to consult thee concerning her son that is sick. Thus and thus shalt thou speak to her. So when she was coming in, and made as if she were another woman, Ahias heard the sound of her feet coming in at the door, and said, Come in, thou wife of Jeroboam. Why dost thou feign thyself to be another? But I am sent to thee with heavy tidings. Go and tell Jeroboam, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Forasmuch as I exalted thee from among the people, and made thee prince over my people Israel, and rent the kingdom away from the house of David, and gave it to thee, and thou hast not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments, and followed me with all his heart, doing that which was well-pleasing in my sight, but hast done evil above all that were before thee, and hast made thee strange gods and molten gods, to provoke me to anger, and hast cast me behind thy back. Therefore, behold, I will bring evils upon the house of Jeroboam, and will cut off from Jeroboam him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up, and the last in Israel. And I will sweep away the remnant of the house of Jeroboam, as dung is swept away, till all be clean. Them that shall die of Jeroboam in the city the dog shall eat, and them that shall die in the field the birds of the air shall devour, for the Lord hath spoken it. Arise thou therefore, and go to thy house, and when thy feet shall be entering into the city, the child shall die, and all Israel shall mourn for him, and shall bury him, for he only of Jeroboam shall be laid in a sepulchre, because in his regard there is found a good word from the Lord, the God of Israel, in the house of Jeroboam. And the Lord hath appointed himself a king over Israel, who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam in this day and in this time. And the Lord God shall strike Israel as a reed is shaken in the water. And he shall root up Israel out of this good land which he gave to their fathers, and shall scatter them beyond the river, because they have made to themselves groves to provoke the Lord. And the Lord shall give up Israel for the sins of Jeroboam, who hath sinned and made Israel to sin. And the wife of Jeroboam arose and departed and came to Thersa. And when she was coming into the threshold of the house, the child died, and they buried him. And all Israel mourned for him according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by the hand of his servant Ahias the prophet. And the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he fought and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the books of the words of the days of the kings of Israel. And the days that Jeroboam reigned were two and twenty years, and he slept with his fathers, and Nadab his son reigned in his stead. And Roboam the son of Solomon reigned in Judah. Roboam was one and forty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem the city, which the Lord chose out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. And his mother's name was Nema and Ammonitus. 
And Judah did evil in sight of the Lord, and provoked him above all that their fathers had done in their sins which they committed. For they also built them altars, and statues, and groves upon every high hill, and under every green tree. There were also the effeminate in the land, and they did according to all the abominations of the people whom the Lord had destroyed before the face of the children of Israel. And in the fifth year of the reign of Rabon, Sesach, king of Egypt, came up against Jerusalem. And he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord, and the king's treasures, and carried all off, as also the shields of gold which Solomon had made. And Rabon made shields of brass instead of them, and delivered them into the hand of the captains of the shield-bearers, and of them that kept watch before the gate of the house. And when the king went into the house of the Lord, they whose office it was to go before him carried them, and afterwards they brought them back to the armory of the shield-bearers. Now the rest of the acts of Rabon, and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah. And there was war between Rabom and Jeroboam always. And Rabom slept with his fathers, and was buried with them in the city of David. And his mother's name was Nema and Ammonitus, and Abiam his son reigned in his stead. Chapter 15. The Acts of Abiam and of Asa, kings of Judah, and of Nadab and Besa, kings of Israel. Now in the eighteenth year of the reign of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, Abiam reigned over Judah. He reigned three years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Mekah, the daughter of Abesalam. And he walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before him. And his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. But for David's sake, the Lord his God gave him a lamp in Jerusalem, to set up his son after him, and to establish Jerusalem. Because David had done that which was right in the eyes of the Lord, and had not turned aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, except the matter of Urias the Hethite. But there was war between Rabom and Jeroboam all the time of his life. And the rest of the words of Abiam, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Abiam and Jeroboam. And Abiam slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa his son reigned in his stead. And so in the twentieth year of Jeroboam king of Israel reigned Asa king of Judah. And he reigned one and forty years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Mekah, the daughter of Abesalom. And Asa did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, as did David his father. And he took away the effeminate out of the land, and he removed all the filth of the idols which his fathers had made. Moreover, he also removed his mother Mekah from being the princess in the sacrifices of Priapus, and in the grove which she had consecrated to him. And he destroyed her den, and broke in pieces the filthy idol, and burnt it by the torrent Kedron. But the high places he did not take away. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was perfect with the Lord all his days. And he brought in the things which his father had dedicated, and he had vowed into the house of the Lord silver and gold and vessels. And there was war between Asa and Besa, king of Israel, all their days. And Besa, king of Israel, went up against Judah, and built Ramah, that no man might go out or come in of the side of Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa took all the silver and gold that remained in the treasures of the house of the Lord, and in the treasures of the king's house, and delivered it into the hands of his servants, and sent them to Benadad, son of Tebrimon, the son of Hezion, 
king of Syria, who dwelt in Damascus, saying, There is a league between me and thee, and between my father and thy father. Therefore I have sent thee presents of silver and gold, and I desire thee to come and break thy league with Besa, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. Benadad, hearkening to king Asa, sent the captains of his army against the cities of Israel, and they smote Ahion, and Dan, and Abeldamon, Mecca, and all Kenneroth, that is all the land of Naphtali. And when Besa had heard this, he left off building Ramah, and returned into Thursa. But King Asa sent word into all Judah, saying, Let no man be excused. And they took away the stones from Ramah, and the timber thereof wherewith Besa had been building. And with them King Asa built Gabeah of Benjamin and Masphah. But the rest of all the acts of Asa, and all his strength, and all that he did, and the cities that he built, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? But in the time of his old age he was diseased in his feet. And he slept with his fathers, and was buried with them in the city of David his father. And Josephat his son reigned in his place. But Nadab the son of Jeroboam reigned over Israel the second year of Asa king of Judah, and he reigned over Israel two years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked from the ways of his father, and in his sins, wherewith he made Israel to sin. And Besa, the son of Ahias, of the house of Issachar, conspired against him, and slew him in Gebethon, which is a city of the Philistines. For Nadab and all Israel besieged Gebethon. So Besa slew him in the third year of Asa king of Judah, and reigned in his place. And when he was king, he cut off all the house of Jeroboam. He left not so much as one soul of his seed, till he had utterly destroyed him, according to the word of the Lord which he had spoken in the hand of Ahias the Selenite, because of the sin of Jeroboam, which he had sinned, and wherewith he had made Israel to sin, and for the offense wherewith he provoked the Lord, the God of Israel. But the rest of the acts of Nadab, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? And there was war between Asa and Besa, the king of Israel, all their days. In the third year of Asa, king of Judah, Besa, the son of Ahias, reigned over all Israel in Thersa four and twenty years. And he did evil before the Lord, and walked in the ways of Jeroboam, and in his sins, wherewith he made Israel to sin. Chapter 16. Jehu prophesieth against Besa. His son Elah is slain, and all his family destroyed by Zombri, of the reign of Amri, father of Achab. Then the word of the Lord came to Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Besa, saying, For as much as I have exalted thee out of the dust, and made thee prince over my people Israel, and thou hast walked in the ways of Jeroboam, and hast made my people Israel to sin, to provoke me to anger with their sins, behold, I will cut down the posterity of Besa, and the posterity of his house, and I will make thy house as the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Him that dieth of Besa in the city, the dog shall eat, and him that dieth of his in the country, the fowls of the air shall devour. But the rest of the acts of Besa, and all that he did, and his battles, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? So Besa slept with his fathers, and was buried in Thersa, and Elah his son reigned in his stead. And when the word of the Lord came in the hand of Jehu, the son of Hanani, the prophet, against Besa, and against his house, and against all the evil that he had done before the Lord, to provoke him to anger by the works of his hands, 
to become as the house of Jeroboam, for this cause he slew him, that is to say, Jehu, the son of Hanani, the prophet. In the sixth and twentieth year of Asa, king of Judah, Elah, the son of Besa, reigned over Israel in Thursa two years, and his servant Zambri, who was captain of half the horsemen, rebelled against him. Now Elah was drinking in Thursa and drunk in the house of Arsa, the governor of Thursa. And Zambri, rushing in, struck him and slew him in the seventh and twentieth year of Asa, king of Judah, and he reigned in his stead. And when he was king and sat upon his throne, he slew all the house of Besa, and he left not one thereof to piss against a wall, and all his kinsfolks and friends. And Zambri destroyed all the house of Besa, according to the word of the Lord, that he had spoken to Besa in the hand of Jehu the prophet. For all the sins of Besa, and the sins of Eli his son, who sinned, and made Israel to sin, provoking the Lord, the God of Israel, with their vanities. But the rest of the acts of Elah, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? In the seven and twentieth year of Asa king of Judah, Zambri reigned seven days in Thersa. Now the army was besieging Gibethon, a city of the Philistines. And when they heard that Zambri had rebelled and slain the king, all Israel made Amri their king, who was general over Israel in the camp that day. And Amri went up, and all Israel with him from Gibethon, and they besieged Thersa. And Zambri, seeing that the city was about to be taken, went into the palace and burnt himself with the king's house. And he died in his sins, which he had sinned, doing evil before the Lord, and walking in the way of Jeroboam, and in his sin, wherewith he made Israel to sin. But the rest of the acts of Zambri and of his conspiracy and tyranny, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? Then were the people of Israel divided into two parts. One half of the people followed Thebni, the son of Ginneth, to make him king, and one half followed Amri. But the people that were with Amri prevailed over the people that followed Thebni, the son of Ginneth, and Thebni died, and Amri reigned. In the one and thirtieth year of Asa, king of Judah, Amri reigned over Israel twelve years. In Thersa he reigned six years. And he bought the hill of Samaria in Semer, for two talents of silver. And he built upon it, and he called the city which he built Samaria, after the name of Semer, the owner of the hill. And Amri did evil in the sight of the Lord, and acted wickedly above all that were before him. And he walked in all the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and in his sins wherewith he made Israel to sin, to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger with their vanities. Now the rest of the acts of Amri, and the battles he fought, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? And Amri slept with his fathers, and was buried in Samaria. And Achab, his son, reigned in his stead. Now Achab, the son of Amri, reigned over Israel in the eight and thirtieth year of Asa, king of Judah. And Achab, the son of Amri, reigned over Israel in Samaria two and twenty years. And Achab, the son of Amri, did evil in the sight of the Lord above all that were before him. Nor was it enough for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, but he also took to wife Jezebel, daughter of Ithbel, king of the Sidonians. And he went and served Baal and adored him. And he set up an altar for Baal in the temple of Baal, which he had built in Samaria. And he planted a grove. And Achab did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, than all the kings of Israel that were before him. In his days, Hael of Bethel built Jericho. In Abiram, his firstborn, he laid his foundations. And in his youngest son, Segub, 
he set up the gates thereof, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke in the hand of Joshua, the son of Nun. Chapter 17. Eliath shutteth up the heaven from raining. He is fed by ravens, and afterwards by a widow of Serepta. He raiseth the widow's son to life. And Elias the Thesbite of the inhabitants of Gilad said to Achab, As the Lord liveth, the God of Israel, in whose sight I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to the words of my mouth. And the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get thee hence, and go towards the east, and hide thyself by the torrent of Kerith, which is over against the Jordan. And there thou shalt drink of the torrent, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. And going, he dwelt by the torrent Kareth, which is over against the Jordan. And the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning, and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the torrent. But after some time the torrent was dried up, for it had not rained upon the earth. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise and go to Sarepta of the Sidonians, and dwell there, for I have commanded a widow woman there to feed thee. He arose and went to Sarepta, and when he was come to the gate of the city, he saw the widow woman gathering sticks. And he called her and said to her, Give me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And when she was going to fetch it, he called after her, saying, Bring me also, I beseech thee, a morsel of bread in thy hand. And she answered, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have no bread, but only a handful of meal in a pot, and a little oil in a cruise. Behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elias said to her, Fear not, but go and do as thou hast said. But first make for me of the same meal a little hearth cake, and bring it to me, and after make for thyself and thy son. For thus saith the Lord the God of Israel, The pot of meal shall not waste, nor the cruse of oil be diminished, until the day wherein the Lord will give rain upon the face of the earth. She went and did according to the word of Elias, and he ate, and she and her house. And from that day the pot of meal wasted not, and the cruse of oil was not diminished according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke in the hand of Elias. And it came to pass after this that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick, and the sickness was very grievous, so that there was no breath left in him. And she said to Elias, What have I to do with thee, thou man of God? Art thou come to me that my iniquities should be remembered, and that thou shouldst kill my son? And Elias said to her, Give me thy son. And he took him out of her bosom, and carried him into the upper chamber where he abode, and laid him upon his own bed. And he cried to the Lord and said, O Lord my God, hast thou afflicted also the widow, with whom I am after a sort maintained, so as to kill her son? And he stretched and measured himself upon the child three times, and cried to the Lord, and said, O Lord my God, let the soul of this child, I beseech thee, return into his body. And the Lord heard the voice of Elias, and the soul of the child returned into him, and he revived. And Elias took the child, and brought him down from the upper chamber to the house below, and delivered him to his mother, and said to her, Behold, thy son liveth. And the woman said to Elias, Now by this I know that thou art a man of God, and the word of the Lord in thy mouth is true. Chapter 18. Elias cometh before Achab. He convinceth the false prophets by bringing 
fire from heaven. He obtaineth rain by his prayer. After many days the word of the Lord came to Elias in the third year, saying, Go and show thyself to Achab, that I may give rain upon the face of the earth. And Elias went to show himself to Achab, and there was a grievous famine in Samaria. And Achab called Abdias the governor of his house. Now Abdias feared the Lord very much, for when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord, he took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifty and fifty in caves, and fed them with bread and water. And Achab said to Abdias, Go into the land unto all fountains of waters, and into all valleys, to see if we can find grass, and save the horses and mules, that the beasts may not utterly perish. And they divided the countries between them, that they might go round about them. Achab went one way, and Abdias another way by himself. And as Abdias was in the way, Elias met him, and he knew him, and fell on his face, and said, Art thou my lord Elias? And he answered, I am. Go and tell thy master, Elias is here. And he said, What have I sinned that thou wouldst deliver me, thy servant, into the hand of Achab, that he should kill me? As the Lord thy God liveth, there is no nation or kingdom whither my Lord hath not sent to seek thee. And when all answered, He is not here, he took an oath of every kingdom and nation, because thou wast not found. And now thou sayest to me, Go and tell thy master, Elias is here. And when I am gone from thee, the Spirit of the Lord will carry thee into a place that I know not. And I shall go in and tell Achab, and he not finding thee will kill me. But thy servant feareth the Lord from his infancy. Hath it not been told thee, my Lord, what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord, how I hid a hundred men of the prophets of the Lord by fifty and fifty in caves, and fed them with bread and water? And now thou sayest, Go, and tell thy master Elias is here, that he may kill me. And Elias said, As the Lord of hosts liveth, before whose face I stand this day, I will show myself unto him. Abdias therefore went to meet Achab, and told him. And Achab came to meet Elias. When he had seen him, he said, Art thou he that troublest Israel? And he said, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, who have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and have followed Balaam. Nevertheless, send now and gather unto me all Israel, unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, four hundred and fifty, and the prophets of the groves, four hundred, who eat at Jezebel's table. Achab sent to all the children of Israel, and gathered together the prophets unto Mount Carmel. And Elias, coming to all the people, said, How long do you halt between two sides? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. And Elias said again to the people, I only remain a prophet of the Lord, but the prophets of Baal are four hundred and fifty men. Let two bullocks be given us, and let them choose one bullock for themselves, and cut it in pieces, and lay it upon wood but put no fire under. And I will dress the other bullock, and lay it on wood, and put no fire under it. Call ye on the names of your gods, and I will call on the name of my Lord. And the God that shall answer by fire, let him be God. And all the people answering said, A very good proposal. Then Elias said to the prophets of Baal, Choose you one bullock, and dress it first, because you are many. And call on the names of your gods, but put no fire under and they took the bullock which he gave them, and dressed it. And they called on the name of Baal from morning even till noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, nor any that answered, and they leaped over the altar that they had made. 
And when it was now noon, Elias jested at them, saying, Cry with a louder voice, for he is a god, and perhaps he is talking, or is in an inn, or on a journey, or perhaps he is asleep, and must be awaked. So they cried with a loud voice, and cut themselves after their manner, with knives and lancets, till they were all covered with blood. And after midday was passed, and while they were prophesying, the time was come of offering sacrifice. And there was no voice heard, nor did anyone answer, nor regard them as they prayed. Elias said to all the people, Come ye unto me. And the people coming near unto him, he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. And he took twelve stones, according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And he built with the stones an altar to the name of the Lord, and he made a trench for water of the breadth of two furrows round about the altar. And he laid the wood in order, and cut the bullock in pieces, and laid it upon the wood. And he said, Fill four buckets with water, and pour it upon the burnt offering, and upon the wood. And again he said, Do the same the second time. And when they had done it the second time, he said, Do the same also the third time. And they did so the third time. And the water run round about the altar, and the trench was filled with water. And when it was now time to offer the holocaust, Elias the prophet came near and said, O Lord God of Abraham and Isaac and Israel, show this day that thou art the God of Israel, and I thy servant, and that according to thy commandment I have done all these things. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may learn that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their heart again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the holocaust and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw this, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. And Elias said to them, Take the prophets of Baal and let not one of them escape. And when they had taken them, Elias brought them down to the torrent Kison and killed them there. And Elias said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Achab went up to eat and drink, and Elias went up to the top of Carmel, and casting himself down upon the earth, put his face between his knees, and he said to his servant, Go up and look toward the sea. And he went up and looked, and said, There is nothing. And again he said to him, Return seven times. And at the seventh time, behold, a little cloud rose out of the sea like a man's foot. And he said, Go up and say to Achab, Prepare thy chariot, and go down, lest the rain prevent thee. And while he turned himself this way and that way, behold, the heavens grew dark with clouds and wind, and there fell a great rain. And Achab, getting up, went away to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was upon Elias, and he girded up his loins and ran before Achab till he came to Jezreel. Chapter 19. Elias, fleeing from Jezebel, is fed by an angel in the desert. By the strength of that food walketh forty days, till he cometh to Horeb, where he hath a vision of God. And Achab told Jezebel all that Elias had done, and how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. And Jezebel sent a messenger to Elias, saying, Such and such things may the gods do to me, and add still more, if by this hour tomorrow I make not thy life as the life of one of them. Then Elias was afraid, and rising up, he went whithersoever he had a mind. And he came to Bersabi of Judah, and left his servant there. And he went forward one day's journey into the desert. And when he was there, and sat under a juniper tree, he requested for his soul that he might die, and said, 
It is enough for me, Lord. Take away my soul, for I am no better than my father's. And he cast himself down and slept in the shadow of the juniper tree. And behold, an angel of the Lord touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. He looked, and behold, there was at his head a hearth cake and a vessel of water. And he ate and drank, and he fell asleep again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said to him, Arise, eat, for thou hast yet a great way to go. And he arose and ate and drank and walked in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights unto the mount of God Horeb. And when he was come thither, he abode in a cave, and behold, the word of the Lord came unto him. And he said to him, What dost thou hear, Elias? And he answered, With zeal have I been zealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant. They have thrown down thy altars, they have slain thy prophets with the sword, and I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said to him, Go forth, and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passeth, and a great and strong wind before the Lord, overthrowing the mountains, and breaking the rocks in pieces. The Lord is not in the wind, and after the wind an earthquake. The Lord is not in the earthquake, and after the earthquake a fire. The Lord is not in the fire, and after the fire a whistling of a gentle air. And when Elias heard it, he covered his face with his mantle, and coming forth stood in the entering in of the cave, and behold a voice unto him, saying, What dost thou hear, Elias? And he answered, With zeal have I been zealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant. They have destroyed thy altars. They have slain thy prophets with a sword, and I alone am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said to him, Go and return on thy way through the desert to Damascus. And when thou art come thither, thou shalt anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. And thou shalt anoint Jehu, the son of Namsi, to be king over Israel. And Elysius, the son of Sephat, of Abelmulah, thou shalt anoint to be prophet in thy room. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall escape the sword of Hazael, shall be slain by Jehu, and whosoever shall escape the sword of Jehu shall be slain by Elysius. And I will leave me seven thousand men in Israel whose knees have not been bowed before Baal, and every mouth that hath not worshipped him kissing the hands. And Elias, departing from thence, found Elysius, the son of Sephat, plowing with twelve yoke of oxen, and he was one of them that were plowing with twelve yoke of oxen. And when Elias came up to him, he cast his mantle upon him. And he forthwith left the oxen, and ran after Elias, and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said to him, Go and return back, for that which was my part I have done to thee. And returning back from him, he took a yoke of oxen, and killed them, and boiled the flesh with the plow of the oxen, and gave to the people, and they ate. And rising up, he went away, and followed Elias, and ministered to him. Chapter 20. The Syrians besiege Samaria. They are twice defeated by Ahab, who is reprehended by a prophet for letting Benadad go. And Benadad, king of Syria, gathered together all his host, and there were two and thirty kings with him, and horses and chariots. And going up, he fought against Samaria and besieged it. And sending messengers to Ahab, king of Israel, into the city, he said, Thus saith Benadad, Thy silver and thy gold is mine, and thy wives and thy goodliest children are mine. And the king of Israel answered, According to thy word, my lord, O king, I am thine and all that I have. And the messengers came again and said, Thus saith Benadad, 
who sent us unto thee. Thy silver and thy gold and thy wives and thy children thou shalt deliver up to me. Tomorrow, therefore, at this same hour, I will send my servants to thee, and they shall search thy house and the houses of thy servants, and all that pleaseth them they shall put in their hands and take away. And the king of Israel called all the ancients of the land and said, Mark, and see that he layeth snares for us. For he sent to me for my wives and for my children and for my silver and gold. And I said, Not nay. And all the ancients and all the people said to him, Hearken not to him, nor consent to him. Wherefore he answered the messengers of Benadad, Tell my lord the king, All that thou didst send for to me thy servant at first I will do, but this thing I cannot do. And the messengers returning brought him word, and he sent again and said, Such and such things may the gods do to me, and more may they add, if the dust of Samaria shall suffice for handfuls for all the people that follow me. And the king of Israel answering said, Tell him, let not the girded boast himself as the ungirded. And it came to pass when Benadad heard this word, that he and the kings were drinking in pavilions, and he said to his servants, Beset the city. And they beset it. And behold, a prophet coming to Achab, king of Israel, said to him, Thus saith the Lord, Hast thou seen all this exceeding great multitude? Behold, I will deliver them into thy hand this day, that thou mayest know that I am the Lord. And Achab said, By whom? And he said to him, Thus saith the Lord, By the servants of the princes of the provinces. And he said, Who shall begin to fight? And he said, Thou. So he mustered the servants of the princes of the provinces, and he found the number of two hundred and thirty-two. And he mustered after them the people, all the children of Israel, seven thousand. And they went out at noon, but Benadad was drinking himself drunk in his pavilion, and the two and thirty kings with him, who were come to help him. And the servants of the princes of the provinces went out first, and Benadad sent. And they told him, saying, There are men come out of Samaria. And he said, whether they come for peace, take them alive, or whether they come to fight, take them alive. So the servants of the princes of the provinces went out, and the rest of the army followed. And everyone slew the man that came against him. And the Syrians fled, and Israel pursued after them. And Benadad king of Syria fled away on horseback with his horsemen. But the king of Israel going out overthrew the horses and chariots, and slew the Syrians with a great slaughter. And a prophet coming to the king of Israel said to him, Go and strengthen thyself, and know and see what thou dost. For the next year the king of Syria will come up against thee. But the servants of the king of Syria said to him, Their gods are gods of the hills, therefore they have overcome us. But it is better that we should fight against them in the plains, and we shall overcome them. Do thou therefore this thing, remove all the kings from thy army, and put captains in their stead, and make up the number of soldiers that have been slain of thine, and horses according to the former horses, and chariots according to the chariots which thou hadst before. And we will fight against them in the plains, and thou shalt see that we shall overcome them. He believed their counsel and did so. Wherefore at the return of the year, Benadad mustered the Syrians and went up to Aphek to fight against Israel. And the children of Israel were mustered, and taking victuals, went out on the other side and camped over against them like two little flocks of goats. But the Syrians filled the land. And a man of God coming said to the king of Israel, Thus saith the Lord, Because the Syrians have said, The Lord is God of the hills, but is not God of the valleys, I will deliver all this great multitude into thy hand, 
and you shall know that I am the Lord. And both sides set their armies in array, one against the other, seven days. And on the seventh day the battle was fought, and the children of Israel slew of the Syrians a hundred thousand footmen in one day. And they that remained fled to Aphek, into the city. And the wall fell upon seven and twenty thousand men that were left. And Benadad, fleeing, went into the city, into a chamber that was within a chamber. And his servants said to him, Behold, we have heard that the kings of the house of Israel are merciful. So let us put sackcloth on our loins and ropes on our heads and go out to the king of Israel. Perhaps he will save our lives. So they girded sackcloth on their loins and put ropes on their heads and came to the king of Israel and said to him, Thy servant Benadad saith, I beseech thee, let me have my life. And he said, If he be yet alive, he is my brother. The men took this for a sign and in haste caught the word out of his mouth and said, Thy brother Benadad, and he said to them, Go and bring him to me. Then Benadad came out to him, and he lifted him up into his chariot. And he said to him, The cities which my father took from thy father I will restore, and do thou make the streets in Damascus as my father made in Samaria. And having made a league, I will depart from thee. So he made a league with him and let him go. Then a certain man of the sons of the prophets said to his companion in the word of the Lord, Strike me but he would not strike. Then he said to him, Because thou wouldst not hearken to the word of the Lord, behold, thou shalt depart from me, and a lion shall slay thee. And when he was gone a little from him, a lion found him and slew him. Then he found another man and said to him, Strike me. And he struck him and wounded him. So the prophet went and met the king in the way and disguised himself by sprinkling dust on his face and his eyes. And as the king passed by, he cried to the king and said, Thy servant went out to fight hand to hand, and when a certain man was run away, one brought him to me and said, Keep this man, and if he shall slip away, thy life shall be for his life, or thou shalt pay a talent of silver. And whilst I in a hurry turned this way and that, on a sudden he was not to be seen. And the king of Israel said to him, This is thy judgment, which thyself hast decreed. But he forthwith wiped off the dust from his face, and the king of Israel knew him, that he was one of the prophets. And he said to him, Thus saith the Lord, Because thou hast let go out of thy hand a man worthy of death, thy life shall be for his life, and thy people for his people. And the king of Israel returned to his house, sliding to hear, and raging came into Samaria. Chapter 21. Naboth, for denying his vineyard to king Achab, is by Jezebel's commandment falsely accused and stoned to death, for which crime Elias denounceth to Achab the judgments of God. Upon his humbling himself, the sentence is mitigated. And after these things, Naboth the Jezreelite, who was in Jezreel, had at that time a vineyard near the palace of Achab, king of Samaria. And Achab spoke to Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may make me a garden of herbs, because it is nigh and adjoining to my house, and I will give thee for it a better vineyard. Or if thou think it more convenient for thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. Naboth answered him, The Lord be merciful to me, and not let me give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And Achab came into his house angry and fretting because of the word that Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him, saying, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And casting himself upon his bed, he turned away his face to the wall, 
and would eat no bread. And Jezebel his wife went into him and said to him, What is the matter that thy soul is so grieved, and why eatest thou no bread? And he answered her, I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite, and said to him, Give me thy vineyard, and take money for it, or if it please thee, I will give thee a better vineyard for it. And he said, I will not give thee my vineyard. Then Jezebel his wife said to him, Thou art of great authority indeed, and governest well the kingdom of Israel. Arise and eat bread, and be of good cheer. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Achab's name, and sealed them with his ring, and sent them to the ancients, and the chief men that were in his city, and that dwelt with Naboth. And this was the tenor of the letters. Proclaim a fast, and make Naboth sit among the chief of the people and suborn two men, sons of Belial, against him, and let them bear false witness that he hath blasphemed God and the king, and then carry him out, and stone him, and so let him die. And the men of his city, the ancients and nobles that dwelt with him in the city, did as Jezebel had commanded them, and as it was written in the letters which she had sent to them. They proclaimed a fast, and made Naboth sit among the chief of the people. And bringing two men, sons of the devil, they made them sit against him. And they, like men of the devil, bore witness against him before the people, saying, Naboth hath blasphemed God and the king. Wherefore they brought him forth without the city, and stoned him to death. And they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth is stoned, and is dead. And it came to pass, when Jezebel heard that Naboth was stoned and dead, that she said to Achab, Arise, and take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, who would not agree with thee, and give it thee for money, for Naboth is not alive, but dead. And when Achab heard this, to wit that Naboth was dead, he arose, and went down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, to take possession of it. And the word of the Lord came to Elias the Thisbite, saying, Arise, and go down to meet Achab, king of Israel, who is in Samaria. Behold, he is going down to the vineyard of Naboth, to take possession of it. And thou shalt speak to him, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Thou hast slain, moreover also thou hast taken possession. And after these words thou shalt add, Thus saith the Lord, In this place, wherein the dogs have licked the blood of Naboth, they shall lick thy blood also. And Achab said to Elias, Hast thou found me thy enemy? He said, I have found thee, because thou art sold to do evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon thee, and I will cut down thy posterity, and I will kill of Achab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and the last in Israel. And I will make thy house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Besa, the son of Ahias, for what thou hast done to provoke me to anger, and for making Israel to sin. And of Jezebel also the Lord spoke, saying, The dog shall eat Jezebel in the field of Jezreel. If Achab die in the city, the dog shall eat him. But if he die in the field, the birds of the air shall eat him. Now there was not such another as Achab, who was sold to do evil in the sight of the Lord. For his wife Jezebel set him on, and he became abominable, insomuch that he followed the idols which the Amorites had made, whom the Lord destroyed before the face of the children of Israel. And when Achab had heard these words, he rent his garments and put haircloth upon his flesh, and fasted and slept in sackcloth, and walked with his head cast down. And the word of the Lord came to Elias the Thesbite, saying, Hast thou not seen Achab humbled before me? Therefore, because he hath humbled himself for thy sake, I will not bring the evil in his days, but in his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house.
End of side one, please. Chapter 22. Achab, believing his false prophets rather than Micaiah, is slain in Ramoth Galad. Ochaziah succeedeth him. Good king Jehoshaphat dieth, and his son Joram succeedeth him. And there passed three years without war between Syria and Israel. And in the third year, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel. And the king of Israel said to his servants, Know ye not? that Ramoth Galad is ours, and we neglected to take it out of the hand of the king of Syria. And he said to Jehoshaphat, Wilt thou come with me to battle to Ramoth Galad? As I am, so art thou. My people and thy people are one, and my horsemen thy horsemen. And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Inquire, I beseech thee this day, the word of the Lord. Then the king of Israel assembled the prophets, about four hundred men, and said, Shall I go to Ramoth Galad to fight? or shall I forbear? They answered, Go up, and the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. And Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here some prophet of the Lord, that we may inquire by him? And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, There is one man left by whom we may inquire of the Lord, Micaiah the son of Jemlah. But I hate him, for he doth not prophesy good to me, but evil. And Jehoshaphat said, Speak not so, O king. Then the king of Israel called an eunuch, and said to him, Make haste, and bring hither Micaiah the son of Jimlah. Then the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat king of Judah sat each on his throne, clothed with royal robes, in a court by the entrance of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets prophesied before them. And Sedisius the son of Kenana, made himself horns of iron, and said, Thus saith the Lord, With these shalt thou push Syria, till thou destroy it. And all the prophets prophesied in like manner, saying, Go up to Ramoth, Galad, and prosper, for the Lord will deliver it into the king's hands. And the messenger that went to call Micaiah spoke to him, saying, Behold, the words of the prophets with one mouth declare good things to the king. Let thy words therefore be like to theirs, and speak that which is good. But Micaiah said to him, As the Lord liveth whatsoever the Lord shall say to me, that will I speak. So he came to the king, and the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth Galad to battle, or shall we forbear? He answered him, Go up and prosper, and the Lord shall deliver it into the king's hands. But the king said to him, I adjure thee again and again, that thou tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord. And he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills like sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let every man of them return to his house in peace. 
Then the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Did I not tell thee that he prophesieth no good to me, but always evil? And he added and said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the army of heaven standing by him, on the right hand and on the left. And the Lord said, Who shall deceive Achab, king of Israel, that he may go up and fall at Rimon Galad? And one spoke words of this manner, and another otherwise. And there came forth a spirit, and stood before the Lord, and said, I will deceive him. And the Lord said to him, By what means? And he said, I will go forth, and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, Thou shalt deceive him, and shalt prevail. Go forth and do so. Now therefore, behold, the Lord hath given a lying spirit in the mouth of all thy prophets that are here. And the Lord hath spoken evil against thee. And Sedecius, the son of Canaanah, came and struck Micaiah on the cheek, and said, Hath then the Spirit of the Lord left me, and spoke to thee? And Micaiah said, Thou shalt see in the day when thou shalt go into a chamber, within a chamber, to hide thyself. And the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah, and let him abide with Ammon, the governor of the city, and with Joas, the son of Amalek. And tell them, Thus saith the king, Put this man in prison, and feed him with bread of affliction, and water of distress, till I return in peace. And Micaiah said, If thou return in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. And he said, Hear, all ye people. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, went up to Ramoth Galad. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Take armor, and go into the battle, and put on thy own garments. But the king of Israel changed his dress, and went into the battle. And the king of Syria had commanded the two and thirty captains of the chariots, saying, you shall not fight against any, small or great, but against the king of Israel only. So when the captains of the chariots saw Josaphat, they suspected that he was the king of Israel, and making a violent assault, they fought against him. And Josaphat cried out, and the captains of the chariots perceived that he was not the king of Israel, and they turned away from him. And a certain man bent his bow, shooting at a venture, and chanced to strike the king of Israel between the lungs and the stomach. But he said to the driver of his chariot, Turn thy hand, and carry me out of the army, for I am grievously wounded. And the battle was fought that day, and the king of Israel stood in his chariot against the Syrians, and he died in the evening. And the blood ran out of the wound into the midst of the chariot. And the herald proclaimed through all the army before the sun set, saying, Let every man return to his own city and to his own country. And the king died and was carried into Samaria, and they buried the king in Samaria. And they washed his chariot in the pool of Samaria, and the dogs licked up his blood, and they washed the reins according to the word of the Lord which he had spoken. But the rest of the acts of Achab, and all that he did, and the house of ivory that he made, and all the cities that he built, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? So Achab slept with his fathers, and Ochazias his son reigned in his stead. But Josaphat the son of Asa began to reign over Judah in the fourth year of Achab, king of Israel. He was five and thirty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned five and twenty years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Azubah, the daughter of Salai. And he walked in all the way of Asa, his father, and he declined not from it, and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. Nevertheless, he took not away the high places, for as yet the people offered sacrifices and burnt incense in the high places. And Josaphat had peace with the king of Israel. But the rest of the acts of Josaphat 
and his works which he did and his battles, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? And the remnant also of the effeminate, who remained in the days of Asa his father, he took out of the land. And there was then no king appointed in Edom. But King Josaphat made navies on the sea to sail into Ophir for gold. But they could not go, for the ships were broken in Asion Gaber. Then Ochazias, the son of Achab, said to Josaphat, Let my servants go with thy servants in the ships. And Josaphat would not. And Josaphat slept with his fathers, and was buried with them in the city of David his father. And Joram his son reigned in his stead. And Ochazias, the son of Achab, began to reign over Israel and Samaria, in the seventeenth year of Josaphat, king of Judah, and he reigned over Israel two years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, and walked in the way of his father and his mother, and in the way of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. He served also Baal, and worshipped him, and provoked the Lord, the God of Israel, according to all that his father had done. Thus ends the third book of Kings. The fourth book of Kings. Chapter 1. Ochazias sendeth to consult Beelzebub. Elias foretelleth his death, and causeth fire to come down from heaven, upon two captains and their companies. And Moab rebelled against Israel after the death of Achab. And Ochazias fell through the lattices of his upper chamber, which he had in Samaria, and was sick. And he sent messengers, saying to them, Go, consult Beelzebub, the god of Acharon whether I shall recover of this my illness. And an angel of the Lord spoke to Elias the Thesbite, saying, Arise, and go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria, and say to them, Is there not a god in Israel, that ye go to consult Beelzebub, the god of Acharon? Wherefore thus saith the Lord, From the bed on which thou art gone up, thou shalt not come down, but thou shalt surely die. And Elias went away. And the messengers turned back to Ochazias, and he said to them, Why are you come back? But they answered him, A man met us, and said to us, Go and return to the king that sent you. And you shall say to him, Thus saith the Lord, Is it because there was no god in Israel that thou sentest to Beelzebub, the god of Acharon? Therefore thou shalt not come down from the bed on which thou art gone up, but thou shalt surely die. And he said to them, What manner of man was he who met you and spoke these words? But they said, A hairy man, with a girdle of leather about his loins. And he said, It is Elias the Thesbite. And he sent to him a captain of fifty, and the fifty men that were under him. And he went up to him, and as he was sitting on the top of a hill, said to him, A man of God, the king hath commanded that thou come down. And Elias answering, said to the captain of fifty, if I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven, and consume thee and thy fifty. And there came down fire from heaven, and consumed him and the fifty that were with him. And again he sent to him another captain of fifty men, and his fifty with him. And he said to him, Man of God, thus saith the king, Make haste, and come down. Elias answering said, If I be a man of God, let fire come down from heaven, and consume thee and thy fifty. And fire came down from heaven, and consumed him and his fifty. Again he sent a third captain of fifty men, and the fifty that were with him. And when he was come, he fell upon his knees before Elias, and besought him, and said, Man of God, despise not my life, and the lives of thy servants that are with me. Behold, fire came down from heaven, 
and consumed the two first captains of fifty men and the fifties that were with them. But now I beseech thee to spare my life. And the angel of the Lord spoke to Elias, saying, Go down with him, fear not. He arose therefore and went down with him to the king. And said to him, Thus saith the Lord, Because thou hast sent messengers to consult Beelzebub, the god of Acharon, as though there was not a god in Israel, of whom thou mightest inquire the word, therefore from the bed on which thou art gone up, thou shalt not come down, but thou shalt surely die. So he died according to the word of the Lord which Elias spoke. And Joram his brother reigned in his stead in the second year of Joram, the son of Josaphat, king of Judah, because he had no son. But the rest of the acts of Ochazias which he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? Chapter 2 Elysius will not depart from Elias. The water of the Jordan is divided by Elias's cloak. Elias is taken up in a fiery chariot, and his double spirit is given to Elysius. Elysius healeth the waters by casting in salt. Boys are torn by bears for mocking Elysius. And it came to pass, when the Lord would take up Elias into heaven by a whirlwind, that Elias and Elysius were going from Galgal. And Elias said to Elysius, Stay thou here, because the Lord hath sent me as far as Bethel. And Elysius said to him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave. And when they were come down to Bethel, the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elysius, and said to him, Dost thou know that this day the Lord will take away thy master from thee? And he answered, I also know it. Hold your peace. And Elias said to Elysius, Stay here, because the Lord hath sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And when they were come to Jericho, the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elysius, and said to him, Dost thou know that this day the Lord will take away thy master from thee? And he said, I also know it. Hold your peace. And Elias said to him, Stay here, because the Lord hath sent me as far as the Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they two went on together. And fifty men of the sons of the prophets followed them, and stood in sight at a distance. But they too stood by the Jordan. And Elias took his mantle, and folded it together, and struck the waters. And they were divided hither and thither, and they both passed over on dry ground. And when they were gone over, Elias said to Elysius, Ask what thou wilt have me to do for thee, before I be taken away from thee. And Elysius said, I beseech thee that in me may be thy double spirit. And he answered, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, thou shalt have what thou hast asked. But if thou see me not, thou shalt not have it. And as they went on, walking and talking together, behold, a fiery chariot and fiery horses parted them both asunder. And Elias went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elysius saw him and cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the driver thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own garments and rent them in two pieces. And he took up the mantle of Elias that fell from him. And going back, he stood upon the bank of the Jordan. And he struck the waters with the mantle of Elias that had fallen from him. And they were not divided. And he said, Where is now the God of Elias? And he struck the waters, and they were divided hither and thither. And Elysius passed over. 
And the sons of the prophets at Jericho, who were over against him, seeing it, said, The spirit of Elias hath rested upon Eliseus. And coming to meet him, they worshipped him, falling to the ground. And they said to him, Behold, there are with thy servants fifty strong men that can go and seek thy master, lest perhaps the Spirit of the Lord hath taken him up, and cast him upon some mountain or into some valley. And he said, Do not send. But they pressed him till he consented and said, Send. And they sent fifty men, and they sought three days, but found him not. And they came back to him, for he abode at Jericho. And he said to them, Did I not say to you, Do not send? And the men of the city said to Elysius, Behold, the situation of this city is very good, as thou, my lord, seest. But the waters are very bad, and the ground barren. And he said, Bring me a new vessel, and put salt into it. And when they had brought it, he went out to the spring of the waters, and cast the salt into it, and said, Thus saith the Lord, I have healed these waters, and there shall be no more in them death or barrenness. And the waters were healed unto this day, according to the word of Elysius, which he spoke. And he went up from thence to Bethel. And as he was going up by the way, little boys came out of the city and mocked him, saying, Go up, thou bald head, go up, thou bald head. And looking back he saw them, and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth two bears out of the forest, and tore of them two and forty boys. And from thence he went to Mount Carmel, and from thence he returned to Samaria. Chapter 3 the kings of Israel, Judah, and Edom fight against the king of Moab. They want water which Elysius procureth without rain, and prophesieth victory. The king of Moab is overthrown, his city is besieged. He sacrificeth his firstborn son, so the Israelites raise the siege. And Joram the son of Achab reigned over Israel and Samaria in the eighteenth year of Josephat king of Judah, and he reigned twelve years. And he did evil before the Lord, but not like his father and his mother, for he took away the statues of Baal, which his father had made. Nevertheless, he stuck to the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel a sin, nor did he depart from them. Now Mesa, king of Moab, nourished many sheep, and he paid to the king of Israel a hundred thousand lambs and a hundred thousand rams with their fleeces. And when Achab was dead, he broke the league which he had made with the king of Israel. And King Joram went out that day from Samaria, and mustered all Israel. And he sent to Jehoshaphat king of Judah, saying, The king of Moab is revolted from me. Come with me against him to battle. And he answered, I will come up. He that is mine is thine, my people thy people, and my horses thy horses. And he said, Which way shall we go up? But he answered, By the desert of Edom. So the king of Israel, and the king of Judah, and the king of Edom went, and they fetched a compass of seven days' journey, and there was no water for the army, and for the beasts that followed them. And the king of Israel said, Alas, 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 the Lord hath gathered us three kings together to deliver us into the hands of Moab. And Joseph had said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord, that we may beseech the Lord by him? And one of the servants of the king of Israel answered, Here is Elysius, the son of Sephat, who poured water on the hands of Elias. And Josephat said, The word of the Lord is with him. And the king of Israel, and Josephat king of Judah, and the king of Edom went down to him. And Elysius said to the king of Israel, What have I to do with thee, 
Go to the prophets of thy father and thy mother. And the king of Israel said to him, Why hath the Lord gathered together these three kings to deliver them into the hands of Moab? And Elisius said to him, As the Lord of hosts liveth, in whose sight I stand, if I did not reverence the face of Joseph, king of Judah, I would not have hearkened to thee, nor looked on thee. But now bring me hither a minstrel. And when the minstrel played, the hand of the Lord came upon him, and he said, Thus saith the Lord, Make the channel of this torrent full of ditches. For thus saith the Lord, You shall not see wind nor rain, and yet this channel shall be filled with waters, and you shall drink, you and your families and your beasts. And this is a small thing in the sight of the Lord. Moreover, he will deliver also Moab into your hands. And you shall destroy every fenced city and every choice city, and shall cut down every fruitful tree, and shall stop up all the springs of waters, and every goodly field you shall cover with stones. And it came to pass in the morning, when the sacrifices used to be offered, that, behold, water came by the way of Edom, and the country was filled with water. And all the Moabites, hearing that the kings were come up to fight against them, gathered together all that were girded with a belt upon them, and stood in the borders. And they rose early in the morning, and the sun being now up and shining upon the waters, the Moabites saw the waters over against them red like blood. And they said, It is the blood of the sword. The kings have fought among themselves, and they have killed one another. Go now, Moab, to the spoils. And they went into the camp of Israel. But Israel, rising up, defeated Moab, who fled before them. And they, being conquerors, went and smote Moab. And they destroyed the cities, and they filled every goodly field, every man, casting his stone, and they stopped up all the springs of waters, and cut down all the trees that bore fruit, so that brick walls only remained. And the city was beset by the slingers, and a great part thereof destroyed. And when the king of Moab saw this to wit, that the enemies had prevailed, he took with him seven hundred men that drew the sword to break in upon the king of Edom. But they could not. Then he took his eldest son, that should have reigned in his stead, and offered him for a burnt offering upon the wall. And there was great indignation in Israel, and presently they departed from him and returned into their own country. Chapter 4 Miracles of Elysius He raiseth a dead child to life. Now a certain woman of the wives of the prophets cried to Elysius, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant was one that feared God. And behold, the creditor is come to take away my two sons to serve him. And Elysius said to her, What wilt thou have me to do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in thy house? And she answered, I, thy handmaid, have nothing in my house but a little oil to anoint me. And he said to her, Go, borrow of all thy neighbors empty vessels, not a few, and go in and shut thy door, when thou art within and thy sons, and pour out thereof into all these vessels, and when they are full, take them away. So the woman went and shut the door upon her, and upon her sons. They brought her the vessels, and she poured in. And when the vessels were full, she said to her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he answered, I have no more. And the oil stood. And she came and told the man of God. And he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy creditor. And thou and thy sons live of the rest. And there was a day when Elysius passed by Sunam. Now there was a great woman there who detained him to eat bread. And as he passed off in that way, he turned into her house to eat bread. And she said to her husband, 
I perceive that this is a holy man of God, who often passeth by us. Let us therefore make him a little chamber, and put a little bed in it for him, and a table, and a stool, and a candlestick, that when he cometh to us he may abide there. Now there was a certain day when he came and turned into the chamber, and rested there. And he said to Gesai, his servant, Call this Sunamites. And when he had called her, and she stood before him, he said to his servants, Say to her, Behold, thou hast diligently served us in all things. What wilt thou have me to do for thee? Hast thou any business? And wilt thou that I speak to the king or to the general of the army? And she answered, I dwell in the midst of my own people. And he said, What will she then that I do for her? And Gesai said, Do not ask, for she hath no son, and her husband is old. Then he bid him call her. And when she was called and stood before the door, he said to her, At this time and this same hour, if life accompany, thou shalt have a son in thy womb. But she answered, Do not, I beseech thee, my lord, thou man of God, do not lie to thy handmaid. And the woman conceived and brought forth a son in the time and at the same hour that Elysius had said. And the child grew, and on a certain day when he went out to his father, to the reapers, he said to his father, My head acheth, my head acheth. But he said to his servant, Take him and carry him to his mother. And when he had taken him and brought him to his mother, she sent him on her knees until noon, and then he died. And she went up and laid him upon the bed of the man of God and shut the door, and going out, she called her husband and said, Send with me, I beseech thee, one of thy servants, and an ass, that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said to her, Why dost thou go to him? Today is neither new moon nor Sabbath. She answered, I will go. And she saddled an ass and commanded her servant, Drive and make haste. Make no stay in going, and do that which I bid thee. So she went forward and came to the man of God to Mount Carmel. And when the man of God saw her coming towards, he said to Gesai his servant, Behold that Sunamitis, go therefore to meet her, and say to her, Is all well with thee, and with thy husband, and with thy son? And she answered, Well. And when she came to the man of God, to the mount, she caught hold on his feet, and Gesai came to remove her. And the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is in anguish, and the Lord hath hid it from me, and hath not told me. And she said to him, did I ask a son of my Lord? Did I not say to thee, Do not deceive me? Then he said to Gesai, Gird up thy loins, and take my staff in thy hand, and go. If any man meet thee, salute him not. And if any man salute thee, answer him not, and lay my staff upon the face of the child. But the mother of the child said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. He arose therefore, and followed her. But Gesai was gone before them, and laid the staff upon the face of the child. And there was no voice nor sense. And he returned to meet him, and told him, saying, The child is not risen. Eliseus therefore went into the house, and behold, the child lay dead on his bed. And going in, he shut the door upon him, and upon the child, and prayed to the Lord. And he went up, and lay upon the child, and put his mouth upon his mouth, and his eyes upon his eyes, and his hands upon his hands, and he bowed himself upon him, and the child's flesh grew warm. Then he returned and walked in the house once to and fro, and he went up and lay upon him, and the child gaped seven times and opened his eyes. And he called Gesai and said to him, Call this Sunamites. And she being called went into him, and he said, Take up thy son. She came and fell at his feet and worshipped upon the ground, and took up her son and went out. 
and Eliseus returned to Galgal, and there was a famine in the land, and the sons of the prophets dwelt before him. And he said to one of his servants, Set on the great pot and boil pottage for the sons of the prophets. And one went out into the field to gather wild herbs, and he found something like a wild vine, and gathered of it wild gourds of the field, and filled his mantle. Coming back, he shred them into the pot of pottage, for he knew not what it was. And they poured it out for their companions to eat. And when they had tasted of the pottage, they cried out, saying, Death is in the pot, O man of God. And they could not eat thereof. But he said, Bring some meal. And when they had brought it, he cast it into the pot and said, Pour out for the people, that they may eat. And there was now no bitterness in the pot. And a certain man came from Baal Salisa, bringing to the man of God bread of the first fruits, twenty loaves of barley and new corn in his scrip. And he said, Give to the people, that they may eat. And his servant answered him, How much is this, that I should set it before a hundred men? He said again, Give to the people, that they may eat. For thus saith the Lord, They shall eat, and there shall be left. So he set it before them, and they ate, and there was left according to the word of the Lord. Chapter 5 Naaman the Syrian is cleansed of his leprosy. He professeth his belief in one God, promising to serve him. Gatesai taketh gifts of Naaman, and is struck with leprosy. Naaman, the general of the army of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable. For by him the Lord gave deliverance to Syria, and he was a valiant man and rich, but a leper. Now there had gone out robbers from Syria, and had led away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited upon Naaman's wife. And she said to her mistress, I wish my master had been with the prophet that is in Samaria. He would certainly have healed him of the leprosy which he hath. Then Naaman went into his lord and told him, saying, Thus and thus said this girl from the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said to him, Go, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver, six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment, and brought the letter to the king of Israel in these words. When thou shalt receive this letter, know that I have sent to thee Naaman my servant, that thou mayest heal him of his leprosy. And when the king of Israel had read the letter, he rent his garments and said, Am I God to be able to kill and give life that this man hath sent to me to heal a man of his leprosy? Mark, and see how he seeketh occasions against me. And when Eliseus, the man of God, had heard this, to wit that the king of Israel had rent his garments, he sent to him, saying, Why hast thou rent thy garments? Let him come to me, and let him know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and chariots, and stood at the door of the house of Eliseus. And Eliseus sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash seven times in the Jordan, and thy flesh shall recover health, and thou shalt be clean. Naaman was angry and went away, saying, I thought he would have come out to me, and standing would have invoked the name of the Lord his God, and touched with his hand the place of the leprosy, and healed me. Are not the Abana and the Farfar rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel, that I may wash in them and be made clean? So as he turned and was going away with indignation, his servants came to him and said to him, Father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, surely thou shouldst have done it. How much rather what he now hath said to thee, Wash, and thou shalt be clean. 
Then he went down and washed in the Jordan seven times according to the word of the man of God, and his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was made clean. And returning to the man of God with all his train, he came and stood before him and said, In truth I know there is no other God in all the earth but only in Israel. I beseech thee, therefore, take a blessing of thy servant. But he answered, As the Lord liveth before whom I stand, I will receive none. And when he pressed him, he still refused. And Naaman said, As thou wilt, but I beseech thee, grant to me thy servant to take from hence two mules' burden of earth, for thy servant will not henceforth offer holocaust or victim to other gods but to the Lord. But there is only this, for which thou shalt entreat the Lord for thy servant. When my master goeth into the temple of Rimon to worship, and he leaneth upon my hand, if I bow down in the temple of Rimon, when he boweth down in the same place, that the Lord pardon me, thy servant, for this thing. And he said to him, Go in peace. So he departed from him in the springtime of the earth. But Gesai, the servant of the man of God, said, My master hath spared Naaman this Syrian, in not receiving of him that which he brought. As the Lord liveth, I will run after him, and take something of him. And Gesai followed after Naaman, and when he saw him running after him, he leapt down from his chariot to meet him, and said, Is all well? And he said, Well, my master hath sent me to thee, saying, Just now there are come to me from Mount Ephraim two young men of the sons of the prophets. Give them a talent of silver and two changes of garments. And Naaman said, It is better that thou take two talents. And he forced him and bound two talents of silver in two bags and two changes of garments and laid them upon two of his servants and they carried them before him. And when he was come, and now it was the evening, he took them from their hands, and laid them up in the house, and sent the men away, and they departed. But he went in, and stood before his master. And Elysius said, Whence comest thou, Gesai? He answered, Thy servant went no whither. But he said, Was not my heart present, when the man turned back from his chariot to meet thee? So now thou hast received money, and received garments, to buy olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants. But the leprosy of Naaman shall also stick to thee and to thy seed forever. And he went out from him a leper as white as snow. Chapter 6 Elysius maketh iron to swim upon the water. He leadeth the Syrians that were sent to apprehend him into Samaria. Where their eyes being opened, they are courteously entertained. The Syrians besiege Samaria. The famine there causeth a woman to eat her own child. Upon this the king commandeth Elysius to be put to death. And the sons of the prophet said to Elysius, Behold, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go as far as the Jordan, and take out of the wood every man a piece of timber, that we may build us there a place to dwell in. And he said, Go. And one of them said, But come thou also with thy servants. He answered, I will come. So he went with them. And when they were come to the Jordan, they cut down wood. And it happened, as one was felling some timber, that the head of the axe fell into the water. And he cried out and said, Alas, 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 my lord, for this same was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where did it fall? And he showed him the place. Then he cut off a piece of wood and cast it in thither. And the iron swam. And he said, Take it up. And he put out his hand and took it. And the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, 
in such and such a place, let us lay ambushes. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not to such a place, for the Syrians are there in ambush. And the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God had told him, and prevented him, and looked well to himself there not once nor twice. And the heart of the king of Syria was troubled for this thing. And calling together his servants, he said, Why do you not tell me who it is that betrays me to the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, No one, my lord, O king, but Elysius the prophet, that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel all the words that thou speakest in thy privy chamber. And he said to them, Go and see where he is, that I may send and take him. And they told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent thither horses and chariots and the strength of an army. And they came by night, and beset the city. And the servant of the man of God, rising early, went out, and saw an army round about the city, and horses and chariots. And he told him, saying, Alas, 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 my lord, what shall we do? But he answered, Fear not, for there are more with us than with them. And Elysius prayed and said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the servant, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elysius. And the enemies came down to him. But Elysius prayed to the Lord, saying, Strike, I beseech thee, this people with blindness. And the Lord struck them with blindness according to the word of Elysius. And Elysius said to them, This is not the way, neither is this the city. Follow me, and I will show you the man whom you seek. So he led them into Samaria. And when they were come into Samaria, Elysius said, Lord, open the eyes of these men, that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw themselves to be in the midst of Samaria. And the king of Israel said to Elysius, when he saw them, My father, shall I kill them? And he said, Thou shalt not kill them. For thou didst not take them with thy sword or thy bow, that thou mayest kill them, but set bread and water before them, they may eat and drink and go to their master. And a great provision of meats was set before them, and they ate and drank, and he let them go, and they went away to their master. And the robbers of Syria came no more into the land of Israel. And it came to pass after these things that Benadad, king of Syria, gathered together all his army and went up and besieged Samaria. And there was a great famine in Samaria, and so long did the siege continue till the head of an ass was sold for fourscore pieces of silver and the fourth part of a cave of pigeon's dung for five pieces of silver. And as the king of Israel was passing by the wall, a certain woman cried out to him, saying, Save me, my lord, O king. And he said, If the Lord doth not save thee, how can I save thee? Out of the barn floor or out of the winepress? And the king said to her, What aileth thee? And she answered, This woman said to me, Give thy son, that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we boiled my son and ate him. And I said to her on the next day, Give thy son that we may eat him. And she hath hid her son. When the king heard this, he rent his garments and passed by upon the wall. And all the people saw the hair cloth which he wore within next to his flesh. And the king said, May God do so and so to me, and may he add more, if the head of Elysius the son of Saphath shall stand on him this day. But Elysius sat in his house, and the ancients sat with him. So he sent a man before, and before that messenger came, he said to the ancients, Do you know that this son of a murderer hath sent to cut off my head? Look then, when the messenger shall come, shut the door, 
and suffer him not to come in. For behold, the sound of his master's feet is behind him. While he was yet speaking to them, the messenger appeared who was coming to him, and he said, Behold, so great an evil is from the Lord. What shall I look for more from the Lord? Chapter 7. Elysius prophesieth a great plenty, which presently ensueth upon the sudden flight of the Syrians, of which four lepers bring the news to the city. The incredulous nobleman is trod to death. And Elysius said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, Tomorrow about this time a bushel of fine flour shall be sold for a stater, and two bushels of barley for a stater in the gate of Samaria. Then one of the lords, upon whose hand the king leaned, answering the man of God, said, If the Lord should make floodgates in heaven, can that possibly be which thou sayest? And he said, Thou shalt see it with thy eyes, but shall not eat thereof. Now there were four lepers at the entering in of the gate, and they said one to another, What mean we to stay here till we die? If we will enter into the city, we shall die with a famine. And if we will remain here, we must also die. Come therefore, and let us run over to the camp of the Syrians. If they spare us, we shall live. But if they kill us, we shall but die. So they arose in the evening to go to the Syrian camp. And when they were come to the first part of the camp of the Syrians, they found no man there. For the Lord had made them here in the camp of Syria the noise of chariots and of horses and of a very great army. And they said one to another, Behold, the king of Israel hath hired against us the king of the Hethites and of the Egyptians, and they are come upon us. Wherefore they arose and fled away in the dark and left their tents and their horses and asses in the camp and fled desiring to save their lives. So when these lepers were come to the beginning of the camp, they went into one tent and ate and drank. And they took from thence silver and gold and raiment, and went and hid it. And they came again, and went into another tent, and carried from thence in like manner, and hid it. Then they said one to another, We do not well, for this is a day of good tidings. If we hold our peace, and do not tell it till the morning, we shall be charged with a crime. Come, let us go and tell it in the king's court. So they came to the gate of the city, and told them, saying, We went to the camp of the Syrians, and we found no man there but horses and asses tied, and the tents standing. Then the guards of the gate went, and told it within the king's palace. And he arose in the night, and said to his servants, I tell you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we suffer great famine, and therefore they are gone out of the camp, and lie hid in the field, saying, When they come out of the city we shall take them alive, and then we may get into the city. And one of his servants answered, Let us take the five horses that are remaining in the city, because there are no more in the whole multitude of Israel, for the rest are consumed, and let us send and see. They brought therefore two horses, and the king sent into the camp of the Syrians, saying, Go and see. And they went after them as far as the Jordan, and behold, all the way was full of garments and vessels which the Syrians had cast away in their fright. And the messengers returned and told the king, and the people going out pillaged the camp of the Syrians, and a bushel of fine flour was sold for a stater, and two bushels of barley for a stater, according to the word of the Lord. And the king appointed that lord, on whose hand he leaned, to stand at the gate. And the people trod upon him in the entrance of the gate, and he died, as the man of God had said, when the king came down to him. And it came to pass, according to the word of the man of God, which he spoke to the king, when he said, Two bushels of barley shall be for a stater, and a bushel of fine flour for a stater. At this very time, tomorrow, in the gate 
of Samaria. When that Lord answered the man of God and said, Although the Lord should make floodgates in heaven, could this come to pass which thou sayest? And he said to him, Thou shalt see with thy eyes, and shalt not eat thereof. And so it fell out to him, as it was foretold, and the people trod upon him in the gate, and he died. End of side two, please. The fourth book of Kings, chapter eight. After seven years' famine foretold by Eliseus, the Sunamitess, returning home, recovereth her lands and revenues. Eliseus foreshoweth the death of Benadad, king of Syria, and the reign of Hazel, Joram's wicked reign in Judah. He dieth, and his son Ochazias succeedeth. And Athaliah, the mother of Ochazias, whose son he had restored to life, saying, Arise, and go thou, and thy household, and sojourn wheresoever thou canst find. For the Lord hath called a famine, and it shall come upon the land seven years. And she arose, and did according to the word of the man of God. And going with her household, she sojourned in the land of the Philistines many days. And when the seven years were ended, the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines, and she went forth to speak to the king for her house and for her lands. And the king talked with Gatesai, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me all the great things that Eliseus hath done. And when he was telling the king how he had raised one dead to life, the woman appeared whose son he had restored to life, crying to the king for her house and her lands. And Gatesai said, My lord, O king, this is the woman, and this is her son, whom Eliseus raised to life. And the king asked the woman, and she told him. And the king appointed her an eunuch, saying, Restore her all that is hers, and all the revenues of the lands, from the day that she left the land to this present. Eliseus also came to Damascus, and Benadad king of Syria was sick. And they told him, saying, The man of God is come hither. And the king said to Hazel, Take with thee presents, and go to meet the man of God, and consult the Lord by him, saying, Can I recover of this my illness? And Hazel went to meet him, taking with him presents, and all the good things of Damascus, the burdens of forty camels. And when he stood before him, he said, Thy son Benadad, the king of Syria, hath sent me to thee, saying, Can I recover of this my illness? And Eleusius said to him, Go tell him, Thou shalt recover, but the Lord hath shown me that he shall surely die. And he stood with him, and was troubled so far as to blush. And the man of God wept. And Hazel said to him, Why doth my Lord weep? And he said, Because I know the evil that thou wilt do to the children of Israel. Their strong cities thou wilt burn with fire, and their young men thou wilt kill with a sword, and thou wilt dash their children and rip up their pregnant women. And Hazel said, But what am I, thy servant a dog, that I should do this great thing? And Eliseus said, The Lord hath shown me that thou shalt be king of Syria. And when he was departed from Eliseus, he came to his master, who said to him, What saith Eliseus to thee? And he answered, He told me, Thou shalt recover. And on the next day he took a blanket, and poured water on it, and spread it upon his face. And he died, and Hazel reigned in his stead. And in the fifth year of Joram, son of Achab, king of Israel, 
Josaphat, being king of Judah, reigned Joram, son of Josaphat, king of Judah. He was two and thirty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. And he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, as the house of Achab had walked, for the daughter of Achab was his wife, and he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord. But the Lord would not destroy Judah for David his servant's sake, as he had promised him, to give him a light, and to his children always. In his days Edom revolted from being under Judah, and made themselves a king. And Joram came to Sarah, and all the chariots with him. And he arose in the night, and defeated the Edomites that had surrounded him, and the captains of the chariots. But the people fled into their tents. So Edom revolted from being under Judah unto this day. Then Lobna also revolted at the same time. But the rest of the acts of Joram, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? And Joram slept with his fathers, and was buried with them in the city of David. And Ochazias his son reigned in his stead. In the twelfth year of Joram, son of Achab, king of Israel, reigned Ochazias, son of Joram, king of Judah. Ochazias was two and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned one year in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Athaliah, the daughter of Amri, king of Israel. And he walked in the ways of the house of Achab, and he did evil before the Lord, as did the house of Achab, for he was the son-in-law of the house of Achab. He went also with Joram, son of Achab, to fight against Hazel, king of Syria, in Ramoth-Galad. And the Syrians wounded Joram, and he went back to be healed in Jezreel, because the Syrians had wounded him in Ramoth when he fought against Hazel, king of Syria. And Ochazias, the son of Joram, king of Judah, went down to visit Joram, the son of Achab, in Jezreel, because he was sick there. Chapter 9. Jehu is anointed king of Israel to destroy the house of Achab and Jezebel. He killeth Joram, king of Israel, and Ochazias, king of Judah. Jezebel is eaten by dogs. And Elysius the prophet called one of the sons of the prophets and said to him, Gird up thy loins, and take this little bottle of oil in thy hand, and go to Ramoth-Galad. And when thou art come thither, thou shalt see Jehu, the son of Josaphat, the son of Namsi, and going in thou shalt make him rise up from amongst his brethren, and carry him into an inner chamber. Then taking the little bottle of oil, thou shalt pour it on his head, and shalt say, Thus saith the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel, and thou shalt open the door and flee, and shalt not stay there. So the young man, the servant of the prophet, went away to Ramoth-Galad, and went in thither, and behold, the captains of the army were sitting, and he said, I have a word to thee, O prince. And Jehu said, Unto whom of us all? And he said, To thee, O prince. And he arose and went into the chamber, and he poured the oil upon his head and said, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have anointed thee king over Israel, the people of the Lord. And thou shalt cut off the house of Achab thy master, and I will revenge the blood of my servants the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord, at the hand of Jezebel. And I will destroy all the house of Achab, and I will cut off from Achab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up, and the meanest in Israel. And I will make the house of Achab like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Besah, the son of Ahias. And the dog shall eat Jezebel 
in the field of Jezreel, and there shall be no one to bury her. And he opened the door and fled. Then Jehu went forth to the servants of his lord, and they said to him, Are all things well? Why came this madman to thee? And he said to them, You know the man, and what he said. But they answered, It is false, but rather do thou tell us. And he said to them, Thus and thus did he speak to me. And he said, Thus saith the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel. Then they made haste, and taking every man his garments, laid it under his feet, after the manner of a judgment seat. And they sounded the trumpet, and said, Jehu is king. So Jehu, the son of Josaphat, the son of Namsi, conspired against Joram. Now Joram had besieged Ramoth Galad, he and all Israel fighting with Hazel, king of Syria, and was returned to be healed in Jezreel of his wounds, for the Syrians had wounded him when he fought with Hazel, king of Syria. And Jehu said, If it please you, let no man go forth or flee out of the city, lest he go and tell in Jezreel. And he got up and went into Jezreel, for Joram was sick there, and Ochazias, king of Judah, was come down to visit Joram. The watchman, therefore, that stood upon the tower of Jezreel, saw the troop of Jehu coming, and said, I see a troop. And Joram said, Take a chariot, and send to meet them, and let him that goeth say, Is all well? So there went one in a chariot to meet him, and said, Thus saith the king, Are all things peaceable? And Jehu said, What hast thou to do with peace? Go behind and follow me. And the watchman told, saying, The messenger came to them, but he returneth not. And he sent a second chariot of horses, and he came to them and said, Thus saith the king, Is there peace? And Jehu said, What hast thou to do with peace? Pass and follow me. And the watchman told, saying, He came even to them, but returneth not. And the driving is like the driving of Jehu the son of Namsi, for he drives furiously. And Joram said, Make ready the chariot. And they made ready his chariot. And Joram king of Israel and Ochazias king of Judah went out, each in his chariot, and they went out to meet Jehu, and met him in the field of Naboth the Jezreelite. And when Joram saw Jehu, he said, Is there peace, Jehu? And he answered, What peace? So long as the fornications of Jezebel my mother and her many sorceries are in their vigor. And Joram turned his hand, and fleeing said to Ochazias, there is treachery, Ochazias. But Jehu bent his bow with his hand and shot Joram between the shoulders, and the arrow went out through his heart, and immediately he fell in his chariot. And Jehu said to Badasser, his captain, Take him, and cast him into the field of Naboth the Jezreelite. For I remember when I and thou sitting in a chariot followed Achab, this man's father, that the Lord laid this burden upon him, saying, if I do not requite thee in this field, saith the Lord, for the blood of Naboth and for the blood of his children, which I saw yesterday, saith the Lord, so now take him and cast him into the field according to the word of the Lord. But Ochazias, king of Judah, seeing this, fled by the way of the garden house. And Jehu pursued him and said, Strike him also in his chariot. And they struck him in the going up to Gever, which is by Jeblaim. And he fled into Megiddo and died there. And his servants laid him upon his chariot and carried him to Jerusalem. And they buried him in his sepulchre with his fathers in the city of David. In the eleventh year of Joram, the son of Achab, Ochazias reigned over Judah. And Jehu came into Jezreel. 
But Jezebel, hearing of his coming in, painted her face with stibic stone and adorned her head and looked out of a window at Jehu coming in at the gate and said, Can there be peace for Zambri that hath killed his master? And Jehu lifted up his face to the window and said, Who is this? And two or three eunuchs bowed down to him. And he said to them, Throw her down headlong. And they threw her down, and the wall was sprinkled with her blood, and the hoofs of the horses trod upon her. And when he was come in to eat and to drink, he said, Go and see after that cursed woman, and bury her, because she is a king's daughter. And when they went to bury her, they found nothing but the skull and the feet and the extremities of her hands. And coming back, they told him, And Jehu said, It is the word of the Lord which he spoke by his servant, Elias the Thisbite, saying, In the field of Jezreel the dog shall eat the flesh of Jezebel, and the flesh of Jezebel shall be as dung upon the face of the earth in the field of Jezreel, so that they who pass by shall say, Is this that same Jezebel? Chapter 10 Jehu destroyeth the house of Achab, abolisheth the worship of Baal, and killeth the worshippers, but sticketh to the calves of Jeroboam. Israel is afflicted by the Syrians. And Achab had seventy sons in Samaria. So Jehu wrote letters and sent to Samaria to the chief men of the city and to the ancients and to them that brought up Achab's children, saying, As soon as you receive these letters, ye that have your master's sons and chariots and horses and fenced cities and armor, choose the best and him that shall please you most of your master's sons and set him on his father's throne and fight for the house of your master. But they were exceedingly afraid, and said, Behold, two kings could not stand before him, and how shall we be able to resist? Therefore the overseers of the house, and the rulers of the city, and the ancients, and the tutors, sent to Jehu, saying, We are thy servants, whatsoever thou shalt command us, we will do. Neither will we make us a king. Do thou all that pleaseth thee. And he wrote letters the second time to them, saying, If you be mine, and will obey me, Take the heads of the sons of your master, and come to me to Jezreel by tomorrow this time. Now the king's sons, being seventy men, were brought up with the chief men of the city. And when the letters came to them, they took the king's sons and slew seventy persons, and put their heads in baskets, and sent them to him to Jezreel. And a messenger came and told him, saying, They have brought the heads of the king's sons. And he said, Lay ye them in two heaps, by the entering in of the gate until the morning. And when it was light, he went out, and standing said to all the people, You are just. If I conspired against my master and slew him, who hath slain all these? See therefore now that there hath not fallen to the ground any of the words of the Lord, which the Lord spoke concerning the house of Achab. And the Lord hath done that which he spoke in the hand of his servant Elias. So Jehu slew all that were left of the house of Achab and Jezreel, and all his chief men, and his friends, and his priests, till there were no remains left of him. And he arose, and went to Samaria. And when he was come to the shepherd's cabin in the way, he met with the brethren of Ochoziah, king of Judah. And he said to them, Who are you? And they answered, We are the brethren of Ochoziah, and we are come down to salute the sons of the king and the sons of the queen. And he said, Take them alive. And they took them alive, and killed them at the pit by the cabin, two and forty men, and he left not any of them. And when he was departed thence, he found Jonadab, the son of Rechab, coming to meet him, and he blessed him. And he said to him, 
Is thy heart right as my heart is with thy heart? And Jonadab said, It is. If it be, said he, give me thy hand. He gave him his hand, and he lifted him up to him into the chariot. And he said to him, Come with me, and see my zeal for the Lord. So he made him ride in his chariot, and brought him into Samaria. And he slew all that were left of Achab in Samaria, to a man, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elias. And Jehu gathered together all the people, and said to them, Achab worshipped Baal a little, but I will worship him more. Now therefore call to me all the prophets of Baal, and all his servants, and all his priests. Let none be wanting, for I have a great sacrifice to offer to Baal. Whosoever shall be wanting shall not live. Now Jehu did this craftily, that he might destroy the worshippers of Baal. And he said, Proclaim a festival for Baal. And he called, and he sent into all the borders of Israel, and all the servants of Baal came. There was not one left that did not come. And they went into the temple of Baal, and the house of Baal was filled from one end to the other. And he said to them that were over the wardrobe, Bring forth garments for all the servants of Baal. And they brought them forth garments. And Jehu and Jonadab, the son of Rechab, went to the temple of Baal, and said to the worshippers of Baal, Search, and see that there be not any with you of the servants of the Lord, but that there be the servants of Baal only. And they went in to offer sacrifices and burnt offerings. But Jehu had prepared him fourscore men without, and said to them, If any of the men escape whom I have brought into your hands, he that letteth him go shall answer life for life. And it came to pass, when the burnt offering was ended, that Jehu commanded his soldiers and captains, saying, Go in and kill them, let none escape. And the soldiers and captains slew them with the edge of the sword, and cast them out. And they went into the city of the temple of Baal, and brought the statue out of Baal's temple, and burnt it, and broke it in pieces. They destroyed also the temple of Baal, and made a jakes in its place unto this day. So Jehu destroyed Baal out of Israel. But yet he departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. Nor did he forsake the golden calves that were in Bethel and Dan. And the Lord said to Jehu, Because thou hast diligently executed that which was right and pleasing in my eyes, and hast done to the house of Achab according to all that was in my heart, thy children shall sit upon the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. But Jehu took no heed to walk in the law of the Lord, the God of Israel, with all his heart. For he departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, who had made Israel to sin. In those days the Lord began to be weary of Israel, and Hazel ravaged them and all the coasts of Israel, from the Jordan eastward, all the land of Gelad, and Gad, and Reuben, and Manasses, and Aror, which is upon the torrent Arnon, and Galad, and Besan. But the rest of the acts of Jehu, and all that he did, and his strength, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? And Jehu slept with his fathers, and they buried him in Samaria. And Jokaz, his son, reigned in his stead. And the time that Jehu reigned over Israel in Samaria was eight and twenty years. Chapter 11. Athaliah's Usurpation and Tyranny. Joas is made king. Athaliah is slain. And Athaliah, the mother of Ochaziah, seeing that her son was dead, arose and slew all the royal seed. But Joseba, the daughter of King Joram, sister of Ochaziah, took Joas, the son of Ochaziah, and stole him from among the king's sons that were slain, 
out of the bedchamber with his nurse and hid him from the face of Athaliah, so that he was not slain. And he was with her six years hid in the house of the Lord, and Athaliah reigned over the land. And in the seventh year, Joida sent, and taking the centurions and the soldiers, brought them into him, into the temple of the Lord, and made a covenant with them, and taking an oath of them in the house of the Lord, showed them the king's son. And he commanded them, saying, This is the thing that you must do. Let a third part of you go in on the Sabbath, and keep the watch of the king's house. And let a third part be at the gate of Sir, and let a third part be at the gate behind the dwelling of the shield-bearers. And you shall keep the watch of the house of Mesa. But let two parts of you, all that go forth on the Sabbath, keep the watch of the house of the Lord about the king. And you shall compass him round about, having weapons in your hands. And if any man shall enter the precinct of the temple, let him be slain, and you shall be with the king coming in and going out. And the centurions did according to all things that Joida the priest had commanded them. And taking every one their men, they went in on the Sabbath. With them that went out on the Sabbath came to Joida the priest. And he gave them the spears and the arms of King David, which were in the house of the Lord. And they stood having every one their weapons in their hands from the right side of the temple unto the left side of the altar and of the temple about the king. And he brought forth the king's son and put the diadem upon him and the testimony. And they made him king and anointed him. And clapping their hands, they said, God save the king. And Athaliah heard the noise of the people running and going into the people into the temple of the Lord. She saw the king standing upon a tribunal as the manner was and the singers, and the trumpets near him, and all the people of the land rejoicing, and sounding the trumpets, and she rent her garments, and cried, A conspiracy, a conspiracy. But Joida commanded the centurions that were over the army, and said to them, Have her forth without the precinct of the temple, and whosoever shall follow her, let him be slain with a sword. For the priest had said, Let her not be slain in the temple of the Lord. And they laid hands on her, and thrust her out by the way by which the horses go in, by the palace, and she was slain there. And Joida made a covenant between the Lord and the king and the people. They should be the people of the Lord, and between the king and the people. And all the people of the land went into the temple of Baal, and broke down his altars and his images they broke in pieces thoroughly. They slew also Mathan, the priest of Baal, before the altar. And the priests set guards in the house of the Lord. And he took the centurions, and the bands of the Carathai, and the Felathai, and all the people of the land, and they brought the king from the house of the Lord. And they came by the way of the gate of the shield-bearers into the palace, and he sat on the throne of the kings. And all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was quiet. But Athaliah was slain with the sword in the king's house. Now Joas was seven years old when he began to reign. Chapter 12. The temple is repaired. Hazel is bought off from attacking Jerusalem. Joas is slain. In the seventh year of Jehu, Joas began to reign, and he reigned forty years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Sebia of Bersabi. And Joas did that which was right before the Lord all the days that Joida the priest taught him. But yet he took not away the high places, for the people still sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. And Joas said to the priests, All the money of the sanctified things which is brought into the temple of the Lord by 
those that pass, which is offered for the price of a soul, and which of their own accord and of their own free heart they bring into the temple of the Lord. Let the priests take it according to their order, and repair the house, wheresoever they shall see anything that wanteth repairing. Now till the three and twentieth year of King Joas, the priests did not make the repairs of the temple. And King Joas called Joida, the high priest, and the priests, saying to them, Why did you not repair the temple? Take you therefore money no more according to your order, but restore it for the repairing of the temple. And the priests were forbidden to take any more money of the people and to make the repairs of the house. And Joida, the high priest, took a chest and bored a hole in the top and set it by the altar at the right hand of them that came into the house of the Lord. And the priests that kept the doors put therein all the money that was brought to the temple of the Lord. And when they saw that there was very much money in the chest, the king's scribe and the high priest came up and poured it out and counted the money that was found in the house of the Lord. And they gave it out by number and measure into the hands of them that were over the builders of the house of the Lord. And they laid it out to the carpenters and the masons that wrought in the house of the Lord and made the repairs. And to them that cut stones and to buy timber and stones to be hewed that the repairs of the house of the Lord might be completely finished and wheresoever there was need of expenses to uphold the house. But there were not made of the same money for the temple of the Lord bowls or flesh hooks or censers or trumpets or any vessel of gold and silver of the money that was brought into the temple of the Lord. For it was given to them that did the work that the temple of the Lord might be repaired. And they reckoned not with the men that received the money to distribute it to the workmen, but they bestowed it faithfully. But the money for trespass and the money for sins they brought not into the temple of the Lord because it was for the priests. Then Hazel, the king of Syria, went up and fought against Geth, and took it, and set his face to go up to Jerusalem. Wherefore Joas, king of Judah, took all the sanctified things, which Josaphat and Joram and Ochazias, his fathers, the kings of Judah, had dedicated to holy uses, and which he himself had offered and all the silver that could be found in the treasures of the temple of the Lord and in the king's palace, and sent it to Hazel, king of Syria, and went off from Jerusalem. And the rest of the acts of Joas and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? And his servants arose and conspired against themselves and slew Joas in the house of Milo in the descent of Selah. For Josachar, the son of Semeth, and Josabad, the son of Somer, his servant, struck him, and he died. And they buried him with his fathers in the city of David. And Amasius, his son, reigned in his stead. Chapter 13. The reign of Jochaz and of Joas, kings of Israel. The last acts and death of Elysius, the prophet. A dead man is raised to life by the touch of his bones. In the three and twentieth year of Joas, son of Ochazias, king of Judah, Jochaz, the son of Jehu, reigned over Israel and Samaria seventeen years. And he did evil before the Lord, and followed the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin, and he departed not from them. And the wrath of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he delivered them into the hand of Hazel, the king of Syria, and into the hand of Benadad, the son of Hazel, all days. 
But Jochaz besought the face of the Lord, and the Lord heard him, for he saw the distress of Israel, because the king of Syria had oppressed them. And the Lord gave Israel a savior, and they were delivered out of the hand of the king of Syria. And the children of Israel dwelt in their pavilions as yesterday and the day before. But yet they departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, who made Israel to sin, but walked in them. And there still remained a grove also in Samaria. And Jochaz had no more left of the people than fifty horsemen, and ten chariots, and ten thousand footmen. For the king of Syria had slain them, and had brought them low as dust by thrashing in the barn floor. But the rest of the acts of Jochaz, and all that he did, and his valor, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? And Jochaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in Samaria, and Joas his son reigned in his stead. In the seven and thirtieth year of Joas king of Judah, Joas the son of Jochaz reigned over Israel in Samaria sixteen years. And he did that which is evil in the sight of the Lord. He departed not from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin, but he walked in them. But the rest of the acts of Joas, and all that he did, and his valor wherewith he fought against Amasius, king of Judah, are they not written in the books of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? And Joas slept with his fathers, and Jeroboam sat upon his throne. But Joas was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Now Elysius was sick of the illness whereof he died. And Joas, king of Israel, went down to him and wept before him and said, O my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the guider thereof. And Elysius said to him, Bring a bow and arrows. And when he had brought him a bow and arrows, he said to the king of Israel, Put thy hand upon the bow. And when he had put his hand, Elysius put his hands over the king's hands and said, Open the window to the east. And when he had opened it, Elysius said, shoot an arrow, and he shot. And Elysius said, The arrow of the Lord's deliverance, and the arrow of the deliverance from Syria, and thou shalt strike the Syrians in Aphek, till thou consume them. And he said, Take the arrows. And when he had taken them, he said to him, Strike with an arrow upon the ground. And he struck three times, and stood still. And the man of God was angry with him, and said, If thou hadst smitten five, or six, or seven times, thou hadst smitten Syria even to utter destruction. But now three times shalt thou smite it. And Elysius died, and they buried him. And the rovers from Moab came into the land that same year. And some that were burying a man saw the rovers, and cast the body into the sepulchre of Elysius. And when it had touched the bones of Elysius, the man came to life and stood upon his feet. Now Hazel, the king of Syria, afflicted Israel all the days of Jochaz. And the Lord had mercy on them, and returned to them because of his covenant which he had made with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And he would not destroy them, nor utterly cast them away unto this present time. And Hazel, king of Syria, died, and Benadad, his son, reigned in his stead. Now Joas, the son of Jochaz, took the cities out of the hand of Benadad, the son of Hazel, which he had taken out of the hand of Jochaz, his father, by war. Three times did Joas beat him, and he restored the cities to Israel. Chapter 14. Amasius reigneth in Judah. He overcometh the Edomites, but is overcome by Joas, king of Israel. Jeroboam the second reigneth in Israel. In the second year of Joas, son of Jochaz, king of Israel, reigned Amasius, son of Joas, king of Judah. 
He was five and twenty years old when he began to reign. At nine and twenty years he reigned in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Jodan of Jerusalem. And he did that which was right before the Lord, but yet not like David his father. He did according to all things that Joas his father did. But this only, that he took not away the high places, for yet the people sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. And when he had possession of the kingdom, he put his servants to death, that had slain the king his father. But the children of the murderers he did not put to death, according to that which is written in the book of the law of Moses, wherein the Lord commanded, saying, The fathers shall not be put to death for the children, neither shall the children be put to death for the fathers, but every man shall die for his own sins. He slew of Edom in the valley of the salt pits ten thousand men, and took the rock by war, and called the name thereof Jechtahel until this day. Then Amasius sent messengers to Joas son of Jochaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel, saying, Come, let us see one another. And Joas, king of Israel, sent again to Amasius, king of Judah, saying, A thistle of Libanus sent to a cedar tree, which is in Libanus, saying, Give thy daughter to my son to wife. And the beasts of the forest that are in Libanus passed and trod down the thistle. Thou hast beaten and prevailed over Edom, and thy heart hath lifted thee up. Be content with the glory, and sit at home. Why provokest thou evil? that thou shouldst fall, and Judah with thee. But Amasius did not rest satisfied. So Joaz king of Israel went up, and he and Amasius king of Judah saw one another in Bethsemes, a town in Judah. And Judah was put to the worst before Israel, and they fled every man to their dwellings. But Joaz king of Israel took Amasius king of Judah, the son of Joas, the son of Ochazias, in Bethsemes, and brought him into Jerusalem. And he broke down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the gate of the corner, four hundred cubits. And he took all the gold and silver and all the vessels that were found in the house of the Lord and in the king's treasures and hostages and returned to Samaria. But the rest of the acts of Joas, which he did, and his valor, wherewith he fought against Amasius, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? And Joas slept with his fathers, and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. And Jeroboam his son reigned in his stead. And Amasius the son of Joas, king of Judah, lived after the death of Joas, son of Jochaz, king of Israel, fifteen years. And the rest of the acts of Amasius, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? Now they made a conspiracy against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachis. And they sent after him to Lachis, and killed him there. And they brought him away upon horses, and he was buried in Jerusalem with his fathers in the city of David. And all the people of Judah took Azarias, who was sixteen years old, and made him king instead of his father Amasius. He built Elath and restored it to Judah. After that the king slept with his fathers. In the fifteenth year of Amasius, son of Joas, king of Judah, reigned Jeroboam, the son of Joas, king of Israel and Samaria, one and forty years. And he did that which was evil before the Lord. He departed not from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. He restored the borders of Israel from the entrance of Amoth unto the sea of the wilderness, according to the word of the Lord, the God of Israel, which he spoke by his servant Jonas, the son of Amathai, the prophet, who was of Geth, which is in Ophir. For the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, that it was exceeding bitter, 
and that they were consumed even to them that were shut up in prison and the lowest persons, and that there was no one to help Israel. And the Lord did not say that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven, but he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam, the son of Joas. But the rest of the acts of Jeroboam and all that he did and his valor wherewith he fought and how he restored Damascus and Amoth to Judah and Israel. Are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? And Jeroboam slept with his fathers, the kings of Israel, and Zacharias, his son, reigned in his stead. Chapter 15. The reign of Azarias and Joatham in Judah, and Zacharias, Salem, Manahem, Phasi, and Phaki in Israel. In the seven and twentieth year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, reigned Azarias, son of Amasius, king of Judah. He was sixteen years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two and fifty years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Jechelia of Jerusalem. And he did that which was pleasing before the Lord, according to all that his father Amasius had done. But the high places he did not destroy, for the people sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. And the Lord struck the king so that he was a leper unto the day of his death, and he dwelt in a free house apart. But Jotham, the king's son, governed the palace and judged the people of the land. And the rest of the acts of Azarias and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? And Azarias slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his ancestors in the city of David. And Jotham, his son, reigned in his stead. In the eight and thirtieth year of Azarias, king of Judah, reigned Zacharias, son of Jeroboam, over Israel and Samaria six months. And he did that which is evil before the Lord, as his fathers had done. He departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. And Selim, the son of Jabez, conspired against him, and struck him publicly, and killed him, and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Zacharias... Are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? This was the word of the Lord, which he spoke to Jehu, saying, Thy children to the fourth generation shall sit upon the throne of Israel. And so it came to pass. Salem, the son of Jebes, began to reign in the nine and thirtieth year of Azarias, king of Judah, and reigned one month in Samaria. And Manahem, the son of Gadi, went up from Thersa, and he came into Samaria and struck Selim, the son of Jabez, in Samaria, and slew him, and reigned in his stead, and the rest of the acts of Selim, and his conspiracy which he made. Are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? Then Menahem destroyed Thapsa, and all that were in it, and the borders thereof from Thersa, because they would not open to him. And he slew all the women thereof that were with child, and ripped them up. In the nine and thirtieth year of Azarias, king of Judah, reigned Manahem, son of Gadi, over Israel ten years in Samaria. And he did that which was evil before the Lord. He departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin all his days. And Phul, king of the Assyrians, came into the land, and Manahem gave Phul a thousand talents of silver to aid him and to establish him in the kingdom. And Manahem laid a tax upon Israel on all that were mighty and rich, to give the king of the Assyrians each man fifty sickles of silver. So the king of the Assyrians turned back and did not stay in the land. And the rest of the acts of Manahem and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? 
and Manahem slept with his fathers, and Phasheh, his son, reigned in his stead. In the fiftieth year of Azarias, king of Judah, reigned Phasheh, the son of Manahem, over Israel and Samaria two years. And he did that which was evil before the Lord. He departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. And Phaki, the son of Remelia, his captain, conspired against him, and smote him in Samaria, in the tower of the king's house, near Argob, and near Ari, and with him fifty men of the sons of the Galadites, and he slew him, and reigned in his stead. And the rest of the acts of Phasi, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? In the two and fiftieth year of Azariah's king of Judah reigned Phaki, the son of Remelia, over Israel and Samaria twenty years. And he did that which was evil before the Lord. He departed not from the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin. In the days of Phaki, king of Israel, came theglath Phalasar, king of Assyria, and took Aion, and Abel-Domam-Mekah, and Jeno, and Kedes, and Asor, and Gelad, and Galilee, and all the land of Naphtali, and carried them captives into Assyria. Now Osi, son of Elah, conspired and formed a plot against Phaki, the son of Romelia, and struck him, and slew him, and reigned in his stead in the twentieth year of Jotham, the son of Ozias. But the rest of the acts of Phaki, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Israel? In the second year of Phaki, the son of Remelia, king of Israel, reigned Joatham, the son of Ozias, king of Judah. He was five and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Jerusa, the daughter of Sadok, and he did that which was right before the Lord, according to all that his father Ozias had done, so did he. But the high places he took not away. The people still sacrificed and burnt incense in the high places. He built the highest gate of the house of the Lord. But the rest of the acts of Jotham, and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the king of Judah? In those days the Lord began to send into Judah Rason, king of Syria, and Phaki, the son of Romelia. And Jotham slept with his fathers, and was buried with them in the city of David his father, and Achaz his son reigned in his stead. End of side one, please. Chapter 16 The wicked reign of Achaz. The kings of Syria and Israel war against him. He hireth the king of the Assyrians to assist him. He causeth an altar to be made after the pattern of that of Damascus. In the seventeenth year of Phaki, the son of Remelia reigned Achaz, the son of Jotham, king of Judah. Achaz was twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. He did not that which was pleasing in the sight of the Lord his God, as David his father. But he walked in the way of the kings of Israel. Moreover, he consecrated also his son, making him pass through the fire according to the idols of the nations, which the Lord destroyed before the children of Israel. He sacrificed also and burnt incense in the high places and on the hills and under every green tree. Then Rason, king of Syria, and Phaki, son of Remelia, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to fight, and they besieged Achaz, but were not able to overcome him. 
At that time, Rasin, king of Syria, restored Elah to Syria and drove the men of Judah out of Elah. And the Edomites came into Elah and dwelt there unto this day. And Achaz sent messengers to Thaglaphalasar, king of the Assyrians, saying, I am thy servant and thy son. Come up and save me out of the hand of the king of Syria and out of the hand of the king of Israel, who are risen up together against me. And when he had gathered together the silver and gold that could be found in the house of the Lord and in the king's treasures, he sent it for a present to the king of the Assyrians. And he agreed to his desire, for the king of the Assyrians went up against Damascus and laid it waste. And he carried away the inhabitants thereof to Cyrene, but Rasin he slew. And King Achaz went to Damascus to meet Thegelav-Phalasar, king of the Assyrians. And when he had seen the altar of Damascus, King Achaz sent to Urias, the priest, a pattern of it, and its likeness according to all the work thereof. And Urias the priest built an altar according to all that King Achaz had commanded from Damascus. So did Urias the priest until King Achaz came from Damascus. And when the king was come from Damascus, he saw the altar and worshipped it, and went up and offered holocausts and his own sacrifice, and offered libations, and poured the blood of the peace offerings which he had offered upon the altar. But the altar of brass that was before the Lord he removed from the face of the temple, and from the place of the altar, and from the place of the temple of the Lord, and he set it at the side of the altar toward the north. And King Achaz commanded Urias the priest, saying, Upon the great altar offer the morning holocaust, and the evening sacrifice, and the king's holocaust, and his sacrifice, and the holocaust of the whole people of the land, and their sacrifices, and their libations. And all the blood of the holocaust, and all the blood of the victim, thou shalt pour out upon it. But the altar of brass shall be ready at my pleasure. So Urias the priest did according to all that King Achaz had commanded him. And King Achaz took away the graven bases, and the laver that was upon them. And he took down the sea from the brazen oxen that held it up, and put it upon a pavement of stone. The Musak also for the Sabbath, which he had built in the temple. And the king's entry from without he turned into the temple of the Lord, because of the king of the Assyrians. Now did the rest of the acts of Achaz, which he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? And Achaz slept with his fathers, and was buried with them in the city of David, and Ezekiah his son reigned in his stead. Chapter 17 The Reign of O.C. The Israelites, for their sins, are carried into captivity. Other inhabitants are sent to Samaria, who make a mixture of religion. In the twelfth year of Achaz, king of Judah, Osi, the son of Elah, reigned in Samaria over Israel nine years. And he did evil before the Lord, but not as the kings of Israel that had been before him. Against him came up Salmanasar, king of the Assyrians, and Osi became his servant and paid him tribute. And when the king of the Assyrians found that Osi, endeavoring to rebel, had sent messengers to Suah, the king of Egypt, that he might not pay tribute to the king of the Assyrians, as he had done every year, he besieged him, bound him, and cast him into prison. And he went through all the land, and going up to Samaria, he besieged it three years. And in the ninth year of Osi, the king of the Assyrians took Samaria, and carried Israel away to Assyria. And he placed them in Helah and Habor, 
by the river of Gozan in the cities of the Medes. For so it was that the children of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, who brought them out of the land of Egypt, from under the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and they worshipped strange gods. And they walked according to the way of the nations which the Lord had destroyed in the sight of the children of Israel and of the kings of Israel, because they had done in like manner. And the children of Israel offended the Lord their God with things that were not right, and built them high places in all their cities, from the tower of the watchmen to the fenced city. And they made them statues and groves on every high hill, and under every shady tree. And they burnt incense there upon altars, after the manner of the nations which the Lord had removed from their face. And they did wicked things, provoking the Lord. And they worshipped abominations, concerning which the Lord had commanded them that they should not do this thing. And the Lord testified to them in Israel and in Judah by the hand of all the prophets and seers, saying, Return from your wicked ways, and keep my precepts and ceremonies according to all the law which I commanded your fathers, and as I have sent to you in the hand of my servants the prophets. And they hearkened not, but hardened their necks like to the neck of their fathers, who would not obey the Lord their God. And they rejected his ordinances and the covenant that he made with their fathers, and the testimonies which he testified against them. And they followed vanities, and acted vainly. And they followed the nations that were round about them, concerning which the Lord had commanded them that they should not do as they did. And they forsook all the precepts of the Lord their God, and made to themselves two molten calves and groves, and adored all the host of heaven. And they served Baal, and consecrated their sons and their daughters through fire. And they gave themselves to divinations and soothsayings, and they delivered themselves up to do evil before the Lord to provoke him. And the Lord was very angry with Israel, and removed them from his sight. And there remained only the tribe of Judah. But neither did Judah itself keep the commandments of the Lord their God, but they walked in the errors of Israel which they had wrought. And the Lord cast off all the seed of Israel, and afflicted them, and delivered them into the hand of spoilers, till he cast them away from his face. Even from that time when Israel was rent from the house of David, and made Jeroboam son of Naboth their king, for Jeroboam separated Israel from the Lord, and made them commit a great sin. And the children of Israel walked in all the sins of Jeroboam, which he had done, and they departed not from them, till the Lord removed Israel from his face, as he had spoken in the hand of all his servants and prophets. And Israel was carried away out of their land to Assyria unto this day. And the king of the Assyrians brought people from Babylon, and from Kutha, and from Ava, and from Amoth, and from Sepharvaim, and placed them in the cities of Samaria instead of the children of Israel. And they possessed Samaria and dwelt in the cities thereof. And when they began to dwell there, they feared not the Lord. And the Lord sent lions among them, which killed them. And it was told the king of the Assyrians, and it was said, The nations which thou hast removed, and made to dwell in the cities of Samaria, know not the ordinances of the God of the land. And the Lord hath sent lions among them, and behold, they kill them, because they know not the manner of the God of the land. And the king of the Assyrians commanded, saying, Carry thither one of the priests whom you brought from thence captive, and let him go and dwell with them, and let him teach them the ordinances of the God of the land. So one of the priests who had been carried away captive from Samaria came and dwelt in Bethel, 
and taught them how they should worship the Lord. And every nation made gods of their own, and put them in the temples of the high places, which the Samaritans had made every nation in their cities where they dwelt. For the men of Babylon made Sokoth Benoth, and the Kothites made Nergal, and the men of Amoth made Asima, and the Hevites made Nebahaz and Tharthak, and they that were of Sepharvim burnt their children in fire to Adramelech and Anamelech, the gods of Sepharvim. And nevertheless they worshipped the Lord, and they made to themselves of the lowest of the people priests of the high places, and they placed them in the temples of the high places. And when they worshipped the Lord, they served also their own gods according to the custom of the nations, out of which they were brought to Samaria. And to this day they followed the old manner. They fear not the Lord, neither do they keep his ceremonies and judgments and law and the commandment which the Lord commanded the children of Jacob, whom he surnamed Israel, with whom he made a covenant, and charged them, saying, You shall not fear strange gods, nor shall you adore them, nor worship them, nor sacrifice to them. But the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt with great power and a stretched out arm, him shall you fear, and him shall you adore, and to him shall you sacrifice. And the ceremonies and judgments and law and the commandment which he wrote for you, you shall observe to do them always, and you shall not fear strange gods. And the covenant that he made with you, you shall not forget, neither shall ye worship strange gods. But fear the Lord your God, and he shall deliver you out of the hand of all your enemies. But they did not hearken, but did according to their old custom. So these nations feared the Lord, but nevertheless served also their idols, their children also, and grandchildren, as their fathers did, so do they unto this day. Chapter 18, The Reign of Ezekias. He abolisheth idolatry and prospereth. Sennacherib cometh up against him. Rebsaches soliciteth the people to revolt, and blasphemeth the Lord. In the third year of Osei, the son of Elah, king of Israel, reigned Ezekias, the son of Achaz, king of Judah. He was five and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned nine and twenty years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Abi, the daughter of Zacharias. And he did that which was good before the Lord, according to all that David his father had done. He destroyed the high places, and broke the statues in pieces, and cut down the groves, and broke the brazen serpent which Moses had made. Until that time the children of Israel burnt incense to it, and he called its name Nohistan. He trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel, so that after him there was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor any of them that were before him. And he stuck to the Lord, and he departed not from his steps, but kept his commandments, which the Lord commanded Moses. Wherefore the Lord also was with him, and in all things to which he went forth, he behaved himself wisely. And he rebelled against the king of the Assyrians, and served him not. He smote the Philistines as far as Gaza, and all their borders, from the tower of the watchmen to the fenced city. In the fourth year of King Ezekias, which was the seventh year of Osi, the son of Elah, king of Israel, Salmanasar, king of the Assyrians, came up to Samaria and besieged it, and took it. For after three years, in the sixth year of Ezekias, that is, in the ninth year of Osi, king of Israel, Samaria was taken. And the king of the Assyrians carried away Israel into Assyria and placed them in Hela and in Habor, by the rivers of Gozan, in the cities of the Medes.
because they hearkened not to the voice of the Lord their God, but transgressed his covenant. All that Moses the servant of the Lord commanded, they would not hear nor do. In the fourteenth year of King Ezekias, Sennacherib, king of the Assyrians, came up against the fenced cities of Judah and took them. Then Ezekias, king of Judah, sent messengers to the king of the Assyrians to Lachis, saying, I have offended, depart from me, and all that thou shalt put upon me I will bear. And the king of the Assyrians put a tax upon Ezekias, king of Judah, of three hundred talents of silver and thirty talents of gold. And Ezekias gave all the silver that was found in the house of the Lord and in the king's treasures. At that time Ezekias broke the doors of the temple of the Lord and the plates of gold which he had fastened on them and gave them to the king of the Assyrians. And the king of the Assyrians sent Tharthan and Rabsaris and Rabsakis from Lachis to king Ezekias with a strong army to Jerusalem. And they went up and came to Jerusalem, and they stood by the conduit of the upper pool, which is in the way of the fuller's field. And they called for the king, and there went out to them Eliakim, the son of Helchias, who was over the house, and Sobna the scribe, and Joehi, the son of Asaph, the recorder. And Rabsaki said to them, Speak to Ezekias. Thus saith the great king, the king of the Assyrians, What is this confidence wherein thou trustest? Perhaps thou hast taken counsel to prepare thyself for battle. On whom dost thou trust, that thou darest to rebel? Dost thou trust in Egypt the staff of a broken reed, upon which if a man lean it will break and go into his hand and pierce it? So is Pharaoh king of Egypt, to all that trust in him. But if you say to me, We trust in the Lord our God, is it not he whose high places and altars Ezekias hath taken away, and hath commanded Judah and Jerusalem? You shall worship before this altar in Jerusalem. Now therefore come over to my master, the king of the Assyrians, and I will give you two thousand horses, and see whether you be able to have riders for them. And how can you stand against one lord of the least of my master's servants? Dost thou trust in Egypt for chariots and for horsemen? Is it without the will of the Lord that I am come up to this place to destroy it? The Lord said to me, Go up to this land and destroy it. Then Eliakim, the son of Helchias, and Sobna, and Joahi, said to Rabsakis, We pray thee, speak to us thy servants in Syriac, for we understand that tongue, and speak not to us in the Jews' language, in the hearing of the people that are upon the wall. And Rabsakis answered them, saying, Hath my master sent me to thy master and to thee to speak these words, and not rather to the men that sit upon the wall, that they may eat their own dung and drink their urine with you? Then Rabsaki stood and cried out with a loud voice in the Jews' language and said, Hear the words of the great king, the king of the Assyrians. Thus saith the king, Let not Ezekias deceive you, for he shall not be able to deliver you out of my hand. Neither let him make you trust in the Lord, saying, the Lord will surely deliver us, and this city shall not be given into the hand of the king of the Assyrians. Do not hearken to Ezekias, for thus saith the king of the Assyrians, Do with me that which is for your advantage, and come out to me, and every man of you shall eat of his own vineyard, and of his own fig tree, and you shall drink water of your own cisterns, till I come and take you away to a land like to your own land, a fruitful land, and plentiful in wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olives and oil and honey, and you shall live and not die. 
Hearken not to Ezekias, who deceiveth you, saying, The Lord will deliver us. Have any of the gods of the nations delivered their land from the hand of the king of Assyria? Where is the god of Imath and of Arphad? And where is the god of Sepharvim, of Ena and of Ava? Have they delivered Samaria out of my hand? Who are they among all the gods of the nations that have delivered their country out of my hand? That the Lord may deliver Jerusalem out of my hand. But the people held their peace and answered him not a word, for they had received commandment from the king that they should not answer him. And Eliakim, the son of Helchias, who was over the house, and Sobna the scribe, and Joahi, the son of Asaph, the recorder, came to Ezekias with their garments rent, and told him the words of Rabsakis. Chapter 19. Ezekias is assured of God's help by Isaiah the prophet. The king of the Assyrians still threateneth and blasphemeth. Ezekias prayeth, and God promiseth to protect Jerusalem. An angel destroyeth the army of the Assyrians, their king returneth to Nineveh, and is slain by his two sons. And when King Ezekiah heard these words, he rent his garments, and covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord. And he sent Eliakim, who was over the house, and Sobna the scribe, and the ancients of the priests, covered with sackcloths, to Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amos. And they said to him, Thus saith Ezekias, This day is a day of tribulation, and of rebuke, and of blasphemy. The children are come to the birth, and the woman in travail hath not strength. It may be the Lord thy God will hear all the words of Rabsakis, whom the king of the Assyrians his master hath sent to reproach the living God, and to reprove with words which the Lord thy God hath heard. And do thou offer prayer for the remnants that are found. So the servants of King Ezekias came to Isaiah, and Isaiah said to them, Thus shall you say to your master, Thus saith the Lord, Be not afraid for the words which thou hast heard, with which the servants of the king of the Assyrians have blasphemed me. Behold, I will send a spirit upon you, and he shall hear a message, and shall return into his own country, and I will make him fall by the sword in his own country. And Rabsakis returned and found the king of the Assyrians besieging Lobna, for he had heard that he was departed from Lachis. And when he heard of Theraka, king of Ethiopia, behold, he is come out to fight with thee, and was going against him, he sent messengers to Ezekiah, saying, Thus shall you say to Ezekiah, king of Judah, Let not thy God deceive thee, in whom thou trustest. And do not say, Jerusalem shall not be delivered into the hands of the king of the Assyrians. Behold, thou hast heard, what the kings of the Assyrians have done to all countries, how they have laid them waste. And canst thou alone be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered any of them whom my fathers have destroyed, to wit, Gozan, and Haran, and Resef, and the children of Eden that were in Thelassar? Where is the king of Amoth, and the king of Arphad, and the king of the city of Sepharvim, of Ana, and of Ava? And when Ezekias had received the letter of the hand of the messengers, and had read it, he went up to the house of the Lord, and spread it before the Lord. And he prayed in his sight, saying, O Lord God of Israel, who sitteth upon the cherubims, thou alone art the God of all the kings of the earth, thou madest heaven and earth. Incline thy ear, and hear, open, O Lord, thy eyes, and see, and hear all the words Sennacherib, who hath sent to upbraid unto us the living God. 
Of a truth, O Lord, the kings of the Assyrians have destroyed nations and the lands of them all, and they have cast their gods into the fire. For they were not gods, but the works of men's hands of wood and stone, and they destroyed them. Now therefore, O Lord our God, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art the Lord, the only God. And Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent to Ezekiah, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, I have heard the prayer thou hast made to me concerning Sennacherib, king of the Assyrians. This is the word that the Lord hath spoken of him. The virgin, the daughter of Sion, hath despised thee, and laughed thee to scorn. The daughter of Jerusalem hath wagged her head behind thy back. Whom hast thou reproached, and whom hast thou blasphemed? Against whom hast thou exalted thy voice, and lifted up thy eyes on high? Against the Holy One of Israel. By the hand of thy servants thou hast reproached the Lord, and hast said, With the multitude of my chariots I have gone up to the height of the mountains, to the top of Lebanus, and have cut down its tall cedars, and its choice fir trees. And I have entered into the furthest parts thereof, and the forest of its Carmel. I have cut down, and I have drunk strange waters, and have dried up with the soles of my feet all the shut-up waters. Hast thou not heard what I have done from the beginning? From the days of old I have formed it, and now I have brought it to effect, that fenced cities of fighting men should be turned to heaps of ruin. And the inhabitants of them were weak of hand, they trembled and were confounded, they became like the grass of the field and the green herb on the tops of houses which withered before it came to maturity. Thy dwelling, and thy going out, and thy coming in, and thy way I knew before, and thy rage against me. Thou hast been mad against me, and thy pride hath come up to my ears. Therefore I will put a ring in thy nose, and a bit between thy lips, and I will turn thee back by the way by which thou camest. And to thee, O Ezekias, this shall be a sign. Eat this year what thou shalt find, and in the second year such things as spring of themselves. But in the third year sow and reap, plant vineyards, and eat the fruit of them. And whatsoever shall be left of the house of Judah shall take root downward, and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant, and that which shall be saved out of Mount Sion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts, shall do this. Wherefore thus saith the Lord concerning the king of the Assyrians, he shall not come into the city, nor shoot an arrow into it, nor come before it with shield, nor cast a trench about it. By the way that he came, he shall return, and into this city he shall not come, saith the Lord. And I will protect this city, and will save it for my own sake, and for David my servant's sake. And it came to pass that night that an angel of the Lord came and slew in the camp of the Assyrians a hundred and eighty-five thousand. And when he arose early in the morning, he saw all the bodies of the dead. And Sennacherib, king of the Assyrians, departing, went away, and he returned and abode in Nineveh. And as he was worshipping in the temple of Nisroch, his god, Adramelech and Sarasar, his sons, slew him with a sword, and they fled into the land of the Armenians. And Esarhaddon, his son, reigned in his stead. Chapter 20 Ezekiah being sick is told by Isaiah that he shall die. But praying to God, he obtaineth longer life, and in confirmation thereof receiveth a sign by the sons returning back. He showeth all his treasures to the ambassadors of the king of Babylon. Isaiah reproving him for it, 
foretelleth the Babylonish captivity. In those days Hezekiah was sick unto death, and Isaiah, the son of Amos, the prophet, came and said to him, Thus saith the Lord God, Give charge concerning thy house, for thou shalt die, and not live. And he turned his face to the wall, and prayed to the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember how I have walked before thee in truth, and with a perfect heart, and have done that which is pleasing before thee. And Hezekiah wept with much weeping. And before Isaiah was gone out of the middle of the court, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go back and tell Hezekiah the captain of my people. Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer, and I have seen thy tears, and behold, I have healed thee. On the third day thou shalt go up to the temple of the Lord. And I will add to thy days fifteen years, and I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king of the Assyrians, and I will protect this city for my own sake and for David my servant's sake. And Isaiah said, Bring me a lump of figs. And when they had brought it and laid it upon his boil, he was healed. And Hezekiah had said to Isaiah, What shall be the sign that the Lord will hear me, and that I shall go up to the temple of the Lord the third day? And Isaiah said to him, This shall be the sign from the Lord, that the Lord will do the word which he hath spoken. Wilt thou that the shadow go forward ten lines, or that it go back so many degrees? And Hezekiah said, It is an easy matter for the shadow to go forward ten lines, and I do not desire that this be done, but let it return back ten degrees. And Isaiah the prophet called upon the Lord, and he brought the shadow ten degrees backwards by the lines, by which it had already gone down in the dial of Achaz. At that time, Barodach, Baladan, the son of Baladan, king of the Babylonians, sent letters and presents to Ezekias, for he had heard that Ezekias had been sick. And Ezekias rejoiced at their coming, and he showed them the house of his aromatical spices, and the gold and the silver, the diverse precious odors and ointments, and the house of the vessels, and all that he had in his treasures. There was nothing in his house, nor in all his dominions, that Hezekiah showed them not. And Isaiah the prophet came to King Hezekiah and said to him, What said these men, or from whence came they to thee? And Hezekiah said to him, From a far country they came to me out of Babylon. And he said to thee, What did they see in thy house? Hezekiah said, They saw all the things that are in my house. There is nothing among thy treasures that I have not shown them. And Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord. Behold, the day shall come that all that is in thy house and that thy fathers have laid up in store unto this day shall be carried into Babylon. Nothing shall be left, saith the Lord. And of thy sons also that shall issue from thee, whom thou shalt beget, they shall take away, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Hezekiah said to Isaiah, the word of the Lord which thou hast spoken is good. Let peace and truth be in my days. And the rest of the acts of Hezekiah and all his might, and how he made a pool and a conduit and brought waters into the city. Are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? And Hezekiah slept with his fathers, and Manasseh his son reigned in his stead. Chapter 21 The Wickedness of Manasseh God's Threats by his prophets. His wicked son Ammon succeeded him and is slain by his servants. 
Manasseh was 12 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned five and fifty years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Hafsibah. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, according to the idols of the nations, which the Lord destroyed from the fore the face of the children of Israel. And he turned and built up the high places which Ezekiah' father had destroyed. And he set up altars to Baal, and made groves as Achab the king of Israel had done. And he adored all the host of heaven, and served them. And he built altars in the house of the Lord, of which the Lord said, In Jerusalem I will put my name. And he built altars for all the host of heaven in the two courts of the temple of the Lord. And he made his son pass through fire, and he used divination, and observed omens, and appointed pythons, and multiplied soothsayers to do evil before the Lord, and to provoke him. He also set an idol of the grove which he had made in the temple of the Lord, concerning which the Lord said to David, and to Solomon his son, In this temple and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever, and I will no more make the feet of Israel to be moved out of the land, which I gave to their fathers, only if they will observe to do all that I have commanded them according to the law which my servant Moses commanded them. But they hearkened not, but were seduced by Manasseh to do evil more than the nations which the Lord destroyed before the children of Israel. And the Lord spoke in the hand of his servants, the prophets, saying, Because Manasseh, king of Judah, hath done these most wicked abominations, beyond all that the Amorites did before him, and hath made Judah also to sin with his filthy doings, therefore thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Behold, I will bring on evils upon Jerusalem and Judah, that whosoever shall hear of them, both his ears shall tingle. And I will stretch over Jerusalem the line of Samaria, and the weight of the house of Achab. And I will efface Jerusalem as tables are wont to be effaced. And I will erase and turn it, and draw the pencil often over the face thereof. And I will leave the remnants of my inheritance, and will deliver them into the hands of their enemies. And they shall become a prey, and a spoil to all their enemies. Because they have done evil before me, and have continued to provoke me. From the day that their fathers came out of Egypt, even unto this day. Moreover, Manasseh shed also very much innocent blood, till he filled Jerusalem up to the mouth, besides his sins wherewith he made Judah to sin, to do evil before the Lord. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh, and all that he did, and his sin which he sinned, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? And Manasseh slept with his fathers, and was buried in the garden of his own house, in the garden of Ozah, and Ammon his son reigned in his stead. Two and twenty years old was Ammon when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Mesalameth, the daughter of Heras of Jeteba. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, as Manasseh his father had done. And he walked in all the way in which his father had walked, and he served the abominations which his father had served, and he adored them. And he forsook the Lord, the God of his fathers, and walked not in the way of the Lord. And his servants plotted against him, and slew the king in his own house. But the people of the land slew all them that had conspired against King Ammon, and made Josias his son their king in his stead. But the rest of the acts of Ammon which he did, are they not written in the book of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? And they buried him in his sepulchre in the garden of Ozah, and his son Josias reigned in his stead. Chapter 22 Josias repaireth the temple. The book of the law is found upon which they consult the Lord, and are told that great evils shall fall upon them, but not in the time of Josias. 
Josias was eight years old when he began to reign. He reigned one and thirty years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Adida, the daughter of Hadiah of Bezekoth. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, and walked in all the ways of David his father. He turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. And in the eighteenth year of King Josias, the king sent Saphan, the son of Asiah, the son of Masulam, the scribe of the temple of the Lord, saying to him, Go to Helchias, the high priest, that the money may be put together which is brought into the temple of the Lord, which the doorkeepers of the temple have gathered of the people. And let it be given to the workmen by the overseers of the house of the Lord, and let them distribute it to those that work in the temple of the Lord to repair the temple, that is, to carpenters and masons, and to such as men benches, and that timber may be bought, and stones out of the quarries to repair the temple of the Lord. But let there be no reckoning made with them of the money which they receive, but let them have it in their power and in their trust. And Elchias the high priest said to Saphon the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. And Elchias gave the book to Saphon, and he read it. And Saphon the scribe came to the king, and brought him word again concerning that which he had commanded, and said, Thy servants have gathered together the money that was found in the house of the Lord, and they have given it to be distributed to the workmen by the overseers of the works of the temple of the Lord. And Saphon the scribe told the king, saying, Helchias the priest hath delivered to me a book. And when Saphon had read it before the king, and the king had heard the words of the law of the Lord, he rent his garments. And he commanded Helchias the priest, and Ahikam the son of Saphon, and Achabor the son of Mekah, and Saphon the scribe, and Asiah the king's servant, saying, Go and consult the Lord for me, and for the people, and for all Judah, concerning the words of this book which is found. For the great wrath of the Lord is kindled against us, because our fathers have not hearkened to the words of this book, to do all that is written for us. So Alchias the priest, and Ahikam, and Achabor, and Saphon, and Asiah went to Holdah the prophetess, the wife of Salem, the son of Thekua, the son of Eris, keeper of the wardrobe, who dwelt in Jerusalem in the second. And they spoke to her. And she said to them, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, Tell the man that sent you to me, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring evils upon this place and upon the inhabitants thereof, all the words of the law which the king of Judah hath read, because they have forsaken me, and have sacrificed to strange gods, provoking me by all the works of their hands. Therefore my indignation shall be kindled against this place, and shall not be quenched. But to the king of Judah, who sent you to consult the Lord, thus shall you say, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, forasmuch as thou hast heard the words of the book, and thy heart hath been moved to fear, and thou hast humbled thyself before the Lord, hearing the words against this place, and the inhabitants thereof to it, that they should become a wonder and a curse. And thou hast rent thy garments, and wept before me, I also have heard thee, saith the Lord. Therefore I will gather thee to thy fathers, that thou shalt be gathered to thy sepulchre in peace, that thy eyes may not see all the evils which I will bring upon this place. Chapter 23. Josias readeth the law before all the people. They promise to observe it. He abolisheth all idolatry, celebrateth the phase, is slain in battle by the king of Egypt, the short reign of Joachim, in whose place Joachim is made king. And they brought the king word again 
what she had said. And he sent, and all the ancients of Judah and Jerusalem were assembled to him. And the king went up to the temple of the Lord, and all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with him, the priests and the prophets and all the people, both little and great. And in the hearing of them all, he read all the words of the book of the covenant, which was found in the house of the Lord. And the king stood upon the step and made a covenant with the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his ceremonies and with all their heart and with all their soul and to perform the words of this covenant which were written in that book. And the people agreed to the covenant. And the king commanded Hilkiah the high priest and the priests of the second order and the doorkeepers to cast out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels that had been made for Baal and for the grove and for all the host of heaven and he burnt them without Jerusalem in the valley of Kidron, and he carried the ashes of them to Bethel. And he destroyed the soothsayers whom the kings of Judah had appointed to sacrifice in the high places in the cities of Judah and round about Jerusalem, them also that burnt incense to Baal and to the sun and to the moon and to the twelve signs and to all the host of heaven. And he caused the grove to be carried out from the house of the Lord without Jerusalem to the valley of Kidron, and he burnt it there and he reduced it to dust and cast the dust upon the graves of the common people. He destroyed also the pavilions of the effeminate, which were in the house of the Lord, for which the women wove, as it were, little dwellings for the grove. And he gathered together all the priests out of the cities of Judah, and he defiled the high places, where the priests offer sacrifice, from Geba to Bersabi. And he broke down the altars of the gates that were in the entering in of the gate of Josue, governor of the city, which was on the left hand of the gate of the city. However, the priests of the high places came not up to the altar of the Lord in Jerusalem, but only ate of the unleavened bread among their brethren. And he defiled Topheth, which is in the valley of the son of Enum, that no man should consecrate there his son or his daughter through fire to Moloch. And he took away the horses which the kings of Judah had given to the sun at the entering in of the temple of the Lord, near the chamber of Nathanmelech, the eunuch, who was in Pharuim, and he burnt the chariots of the sun with fire. And the altars that were upon the top of the upper chamber of Achaz, which the kings of Judah had made, and the altars which Manasseh had made in the two courts of the temple of the Lord, the king broke down. And he ran from thence and cast the ashes of them into the torrent Kidron. The high places also that were in Jerusalem on the right side of the Mount of Offense, which Solomon king of Israel had built to Astaroth, the idol of the Sidonians, and to Chemos, the scandal of Moab, and to Melcom, the abomination of the children of Ammon, the king defiled. And he broke in pieces the statues, and cut down the groves, and he filled their places with the bones of dead men. Moreover, the altar also that was at Bethel, and the high place which Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin, had made. Both the altar and the high place he broke down and burnt, and reduced to powder, and burnt the grove. And as Josiah turned himself, he saw there the sepulchres that were in the mount. And he sent and took the bones out of the sepulchres, and burnt them upon the altar, and defiled it according to the word of the Lord, which the man of God spoke, who had foretold these things. And he said, What is that monument which I see? And the men of that city answered, It is the sepulchre of the man of God, who came from Judah, and foretold these things which thou hast done upon the altar of Bethel. And he said, Let him alone, let no man move his bones. So his bones were left untouched with the bones of the prophet that came out of Samaria. Moreover, all the temples of the high places which were in the cities of Samaria, which the kings of Israel had made to provoke the Lord, Josias took away. 
And he did to them according to all the acts that he had done in Bethel. And he slew all the priests of the high places that were there upon the altars. And he burnt men's bones upon them and returned to Jerusalem. And he commanded all the people, saying, Keep the face to the Lord your God, according as it is written in the book of this covenant. Now there was no such a phase kept from the days of the judges who judged Israel, nor in all the days of the kings of Israel and of the kings of Judah, as was this phase that was kept to the Lord in Jerusalem in the eighteenth year of King Josias. Moreover, the diviners by spirits and soothsayers and the figures of idols and the uncleannesses and the abominations that had been in the land of Judah and Jerusalem Josias took away that he might perform the words of the law that were written in the book which Helchias the priest had found in the temple of the Lord. There was no king before him like unto him that returned to the Lord with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his strength according to all the law of Moses neither after him did there arise any like him. But yet the Lord turned not away from the wrath of his great indignation, wherewith his anger was kindled against Judah, because of the provocations wherewith Manasseh had provoked him. And the Lord said, I will remove Judah also from before my face, as I have removed Israel, and I will cast off this city Jerusalem which I chose, and the house of which I said, My name shall be there. Now the rest of the acts of Josias, and all that he did, are they not written in the books of the words of the days of the kings of Judah? In his days Pharaoh Nechow, king of Egypt, went up against the king of Assyria to the river Euphrates, and king Josias went to meet him, and was slain at Megiddo when he had seen him. And his servants carried him dead from Megiddo, and they brought him to Jerusalem and buried him in his own sepulchre. And the people of the land took Joachaz, the son of Josias, and they anointed him, and made him king in his father's stead. Joachaz was three and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Amital, the daughter of Jeremiah of Lobna. And he did evil before the Lord according to all that his fathers had done. And Pharaoh Nechel bound him at Reblah, which is in the land of Amoth, that he should not reign in Jerusalem. And he set a fine upon the land of a hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. And Pharaoh Nechel made Eliakim, the son of Josias, king in the room of Josias his father, and turned his name to Joachim. And he took Joachim away and carried him into Egypt, and he died there. And Joachim gave the silver and the gold to Pharaoh after he had taxed the land for every man to contribute according to the commandment of Pharaoh. And he exacted both the silver and the gold of the people of the land of every man according to his ability to give to Pharaoh Nechow. Joachim was five and twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Zebida the daughter of Phidiah of Rumah, and he did evil before the Lord according to all that his fathers had done. End of side two.